This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. If you missed the Cincinnati Comic Expo in 2016, it will be returning to the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio in 2017, September 22nd through the 24th. Want to know what you missed out on? Go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page, and they have all their panels with Stan Lee, John Barrowman, and many, many others. Also want to know what else you're missing out on? Check out History of Bad Ideas podcast number 143 as we have sit-down interviews with several of the guests at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 22nd through the 24th of 2017. Get your tickets at the beginning of the year. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 151. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. So we're at the rum episode. Why is the rum gone? 151. Ah, take a drink of rum. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, you know, so we've kind of become wusses lately. Uh, I haven't. No beers are around here. Well, you drink before. Actually, I just, on my way here, mm-hmm. I bought a bottle of Everclear south of the river. Would you like to bring it in? Because it's lemon season. You know what lemon season is? Is it like rabbit season? Limoncellos? It's limoncello season. I am going to be making crema di limoncello this time around. My wife appreciates it because now she can actually drink it this time. Yeah. She was pregnant last time. So she... I don't know. She might be pregnant next time the way you go on. (laughs) Well, after my crema di limoncello, (laughs) she may be pregnant again, buddy. Again, I'm castrated, according to Graphic Novice. So they took two rocks and they just smashed it. So that's how it's done. No, no, it isn't. No, 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 no. No, there's nothing happening down there. (laughs) That's Uh, what she said. (laughs) We do want to thank everybody for uh, listening last week and all the podcasters for sending in their... uh, Roasts of us. Except Dev. He was very sweet. Dev. Dev the Psy Guy. (sighs) He was very sweet. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Dev. Speaking of Dev. Speaking of Dev. We're just going to get, we're just going to get this. uh, Out of the way. Pink elephant out of the way right now. I hope it's a a pink elephant. Because I'm real scared. Giant box here at the Bob studio. Uh, If you would like to bribe your way to a floppy, uh, let us know. Uh, Rand, uh, I'm sorry, uh, we've had a lot of presents throughout the year. Floppy Awards. The Floppy Awards, the end of the year awards that we give out uh, to the best and worst in everything. Or whatever uh, we feel like. Yeah. There is a Worsley Award this year. There is a, make sure you wear your jacket. 
the winner gets a tiny baby jacket, so that's good. Um, but yes. or, or a Cleveland Brown koozie that's oh. on Mr. Fisto. Can we just give it to the Cleveland Browns, the Worsley <laughs> Award this year? <laughs> the Browns deserve no award. Uh, time out before we get there. No. Your quarterback, Cody Kessler. Who? Is he trying to get as many concussions as possible? I don't want to play for the Browns. Just hit me. Just hit me. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's quarterbacking. They're going to get so effed up. I've learned or I've decided I am not going to get on the make fun of the Browns bandwagon because the Bengals still have to play them. And the shape the Bengals are in right now, there's a very good chance that the Browns will get their only victory of the season. It could happen. A.J. Green is coming back. They said today he will be back possibly in two to three weeks. In theory. Uh, when you're already out of it, why bring him back? That's my comment. I was at the Bengals game this week against Buffalo. Oh, Sorry to hear that. And uh, let me just explain. I took my dad for his birthday. And uh, Sorry, he's, a, he's a huge Bills fan. <laughs> so he was ecstatic. Oh, he was happy yeah. then. Oh, great. Of course, he kept saying, that quarterback of ours is going to get killed, Tyrod Taylor, because he yeah. keeps running. He doesn't know how to slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the one issue, uh, I always go to a football game, at least one or, one or two a year, and then I realize, why am I going? Because we got to see uh, the guy next to my dad. Uh, he passed out onto my dad. Uh, <laughs> That's what happens at football games. By the first quarter. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he left and didn't come back until the end of the third quarter. So that was nice. Well, that's his fault. And then we saw a Buffalo Bills fan beat the shit out of a Bengals fan a couple rows in front of us. Blood and everything, and he got escorted out with uh, handcuffs. So that was nice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty good not going again. It's probably the Bengals fan's fault. Oh, wow. They are pretty shitty at the stadium. I would agree that Bengals fans are really shitty. Uh, there was a lot of Bills fans there too, and the section we were well, in, yeah, yeah, because the Bengals sucked. So yeah. But it was funny because because Bengals fans sell their tickets. Yes, that's how I got mine. Because they I, suck. I well, exactly. here's the thing, though: you have a Bills fan and a Bengals fan, and the whole time I kept thinking is, there's no rivalry here. Why are you fighting? You guys were both awful. Bengals fans on game day and tailgates mm-hmm. and at the stadium are assholes. And I say this because I have been to, mm-hmm. you know, Bengals home games and observed uh, Bengals fandom uh, behavior firsthand. And it's not like other NFL venues that I've been to, like the Browns, mm-hmm. you know, for example. Well, that's just a factor of sadness. Though. Well, when you're at the Browns, no. though, you're also the home team. Yeah, but I've seen a lots lots of Browns fans. I don't think they are. No, no, yeah, <laughs> the other team usually comes in. And, and I, I I will say that I've seen lots of Browns fans boo the opposite team fans, but I've seen a lot of civility that goes with it, as in you know, offer, asking them to offer to join them in the tailgate, having beers with them, the other fans, etc. I have seen that attitude. To non Pittsburgh, non Baltimore <laughs> Raven teams. Okay, now I have been to uh, mm-hmm. Bengals and Browns games, and I have witnessed firsthand uh, Bengals shitty dumb. I feel like Bengals been, fans shitty dumb. I feel like uh, we were very civil during the playoff game this past year. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like there's any issues. Uh, I feel like there's nothing going wrong. I'm um, just saying, I, I feel like it's okay. Yeah, they set a record uh, on arrests in that game, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, moving on. So, Dev, he's trying to win a floppy. <laughs> you know, if this was an English hooligan uh, soccer match, you know, the Bengals would be doing really well they in that would regard. Be. Yeah. Still waiting for a guy to ship somebody. Mm-hmm. 
So Dev sent me a message and saying, hey, your the floppy bribe is coming to you. Uh, please do not let your children or your wife open it. I'm serious. Please do not let your children see this. So. Well, based upon Dev's glam pic that we've seen this week on social mm-hmm. media, I'm slightly concerned. So here we go, Dev. After your four pounds of Pez, this is it. We're opening it live on air. We have not seen this. Four pounds of domestic Pez. We got domestic Pez. Wait, hold on. Oh, my God. Lift that one flat back up again. This one? Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have... I don't even know how many pounds of Pez that is. What's the shipping label say? Well, it's, it's at least 13... It's uh, it's 13-pound box. We have at least 12 pounds of Pez. Here you go. <laughs> Hydra's elbows in the house. Oh. Best used by 1231.18. This is going to be used by 1231, I will be honest. This year. We also got something else. Tons of domestic pets. And this is why he told us not to let it. Uh, let the kids open it. It's X-Men The Return of Longshot. Uh, I've got that issue. That's not a good sign. Let's see what else we got in here. So we got some comic books. Uh, you know what? I'll be honest. 365 Flicks may not be do- uh, winning it. Oh. We got, oh, this is why. Donna Matrix, the comic book. It's a lady in Dominatrix outfit. Ooh, can I borrow that for the Donna yes, Matrix? There you go. Thank you. Don't go to the bathroom. Uh, let's see here. We also got, oh, hello, Carmella. For adults only, the erotic horror classic of female vampirism. Uh, can I borrow that for the week? No, this is mine. Oh. This is mine. Damn you. I see. I see. And I get stuck with the long shot Yeah, one you get I long shot. Own. Oh, you like the long shots. There you go. Oh, wait. Smut for all season. Add spice yeah, to wait a minute. each month. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Treasure Jeff, cave. Jeff, pleasure. 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 Jeff, pleasure Jeff, cave. I'll take Jeff the pleasure Jeff wants the long cave. shot. Save the vampires. No more vampires. <laughs> oh, that could be the reason why. Oh, hello. What should hey. we do now? There's a person bending over. Well, um, I don't know quite what hey to now. say to that. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> All right. There's a, in hey the comic now. book. It's a graphic, graphic novel. Yeah, in the comic book Pleasure Cave, uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, there's one that says, just scoot it on down my chute is the one line in here. Hey, now. All right. Looks like a tight squeeze. Okay. Um... Thank you. Thank you. She's um, obviously talking about ladders. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, slides. Dev, uh, I appreciate you not letting my uh, tell me not to let my kids see the Pez because they would eat all of it, so I appreciate that. <laughs> um, you know, the scariest thing is long shot. Long shot. <laughs> the um, X-Men comic, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we appreciate that, Dev. You might be winning. I'm serious. We literally have 12 pounds of Pez on our table now. We're going to put it this way. The gauntlet has been thrown. If you think you can beat that... Oh, wait a minute. I said 20 pounds of Pez before I'd shave, right? Yes, you said 20 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe he's got another package coming. It's got to get here before next week. Technically, he's given us 16 pounds of Pez this year. I said it's got to come all at once, not nickel and dime. You do say that. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, Dev, thank you. Uh, we're going to go live here on Facebook to, sh- to show everybody. Uh, but yes, so uh, anybody that wants to uh, send us some floppy uh, bribes, send it on over to us. You might be up for Idahoian of the year. 
<laughs> that's, what, that's what floppy brides get you is Idahoian of the year or Britain of the year uh, or Canadian of the year it's all up there so how about if we just have best bribe of the year floppy that could be a good one too I like that one uh, Randall Holt did ask if we could do a uh, the uh, Gotham floppy award just to make sure Gotham gets a floppy this year for the third year in a row mm-hmm. uh, so that could be up there could be up there so Anybody? Speaking of Gotham, did you see the latest episode? No. The Naughty Barbara Keen? No. With the role play? Oh, now I am going to watch it. That's right. How you doing, Barbara? That's right. With the, uh, what's that, um, uh, shit, what do the uh, jockeys used to hit the horse with? Crop. Crop. Bar- Naughty Barbara Keen with the crop. Oh. With I the uh, Catwoman um, outfits in the background on the mannequins. Okay. Uh, Jeff, have you started watching Gotham? Started? Yeah, besides yeah. the first episode. I think I, I might be two episodes in. Okay. Yeah. There's like six <clears throat> on the DVR. We are going to have to do this before the floppy. Uh-huh. We're going to have to get caught up. You're going to have to get caught up because uh, yeah. Na- Naughty Barbara I'm just going with to, the writer's like, crop is pretty inter- entertaining. That... Well, it's Thanksgiving weekend. We could do it th- you could do it this mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, there you go. So anyone got big plans? Do you guys travel out of state? Well, I know you don't, Jeff. But, Blake, you travel out of state? No, nah, I'm probably staying in state. Oh, okay. No major plans. Is anybody coming to your house? No. Oh. Can I come to your house? No. Oh. Please? No, I'll bring a PS4 game. Maybe we can. I'll be play yeah, some actually PS4. shopping at 7:30 on Thanksgiving night, so. No. Uh, I have my spreadsheet already. Don't I'm come excited before about Black noon. Friday. Don't come before noon. 7:30 p.m. I'll be shopping. Yeah. Yeah, so, do you need me to pick you up anything? I'm excited. No. Target, Sears, anybody? Appliances are on sale this year. Lots of good deals. If anybody well, needs appliances. if you do buy Dishonored 2, mm-hmm. I have learned. Did you buy it? No. Okay. I have. I probably won't, though. I have learned that you don't have to play the princess. You can play Corvo. Oh. So they've actually geared the storyline along a male storyline and a female storyline. So if you want to go female, you can go female. If you want to go male, you can go male. And the storylines are appropriate as such. What if you want to go transgender? Doesn't exist yet. Oh, stupid there, game. There well, is. hold on. If you want to play the female, you can. And no, I want my character on screen to be transgender. You can. It, it's all in the power of your imagination. Then uh, why do I need a video game? Because <laughs> <laughs> you have a good imagination. <laughs> why leave the house? Uh you know, Dishonor 2 is on sale the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. For how much? 45 I think. Yeah, so 15, 15 bucks go. off. I am going to get Until Dawn. It's a, uh, the teenagers are stuck in the woods with a serial killer, and it's more role-playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's $15 a day after Thanksgiving, Ooh. and I've been wanting it for a while. So mm. I'm pretty excited about that. I wonder if that's the one that, uh, that listener Nick Albright uh, had told me about. Until Dawn? Yeah, it sounds like he sounds like a game he was telling me about. It sounded cool, but since I'm behind on these mm-hmm. game systems, well, the big news is today WWE uh, 2K17. That's good news. Shut up. Oh. 2K17. I love that game. Uh, they came out with uh, downloadable content today, and since I bought the season pass, mm-hmm. my characters it's the Legends pack: Sid Justice, Sid Vicious, Tatanka, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Brutus Beefcake. The Barber. 
Bruce the Barber Beefcake, and he has his big shears, too. And Eddie Guerrero came out today, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to be playing that tomorrow night. All right, since you brought it up, WWE, <laughs> Sorry, what the, the hell ball. went on this past weekend? Survivor Series. Goldberg uh, beat Lesnar in two minutes. The idea is it was actually Lesnar's idea because he to wants... To lose that quickly? Yes, because he told Vince McMahon he sees money in the long program with this, and so he's going to come back, and they're going to have a rematch at WrestleMania. Unfortunately, yeah, but still two minutes. My he got paid how much for a two? Oh, well, they said match? Goldberg got paid pretty big, so we'll see. Uh, my issue is that they didn't have a full-time wrestler beat him in two minutes. If you're going to do this, build up your future. Have Bray Wyatt, have Seth Rollins, have somebody knock him out in two minutes. Instead, you got Goldberg, who's going to be around till WrestleMania, and Instead, that's it. You've got some guy who's I think older than me. Winning. Fifty years old is Goldberg. I didn't think he was that old. Yes, even. he's 50 years old. I thought he was like 47. He looks great. Yeah, Maybe yeah. he couldn't last beyond two minutes. They and said that's the whole thing. his ring rust was pretty bad. They said that he still wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, then why did you push him to get ready to, you know, they signed him. And within a month, he was wrestling. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he needed to do some cardio. So give him some time. Yeah. I had, That's the only issue I had with it is that I'm not a big Goldberg fan anyways. But it's like you're not looking at the long term thing, you know, business wise. Yeah, you're going to make money on the short end. But. You had one uh, like a Bray Wyatt or somebody else. I know you guys don't know who them are, but I younger wrestlers. Know who Bray okay. Wyatt is the younger wrestlers. If you had one of them do it, you can build them as a monster for years. Now you got Goldberg. Oh, I got a spear. Eh, fuck you. I'm a little bit upset. Sorry, Thanks. I brought it up. That's what she said. Uh, we're on Nerdly.co.uk. Nerdly's oh, back. Hey, hey Nerdly. Good day, mate. Uh, chaps, wankers. There you go. Uh, they had my uh, Moana uh, movie Moana. review. Moana. Sorry, Moana. What am I saying? Moana. <laughs> Moana uh, movie review this week uh, on there. I had it on there, and uh, I loved it. I saw it uh, last week, and uh, my son really liked it. It was beautiful. I've never... Uh, it's very unique, and uh, it was in, like, the folklore of uh, the um, Polynesian folklore in that. <clears throat> and it's like, I like that they're doing the... The Polynesian folklore, like they need to go to different cultures and do that because it was really well done, so, and the music was good too. Hi, hi, hi. That's good me job. going Disney music. Oh, okay. Is that Lion King? No. So it's if you fried by Lion King. <laughs> if you uh, have kids and you want to see a movie this week, that is a very good one. See, can you go you don't without have kids? kids? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I really did. It was very unique. It was different than anything they've done in a long time. So I, I gave it a pretty good grade. So you can look that up at Nerdly. So you're not going to let people know what grade you gave it? They have to look it up? Yeah. A minus. <laughs> but I go through all the, uh, the oh, detail in it. But it's a non-spoiler. Mm -hmm. So anything with you guys? Je Blake, you saw a good movie, The 400 or whatever? What was that? The no. Fourth Day? What was that called? 400 Days. How was that? It was horrible. I saw a preview for that, and I thought it looked good. No. Okay. So I shouldn't watch it? I don't want to talk about it. Did you see it by yourself, or did it's, your wife see I it? I watched it by myself. It was a sci-fi movie, Dane Cook. No! Oh! Exactly. <laughs> Time out, Mr. Think, Brooks think was of, good. Think of what a sci-fi movie with Dane Cook would be like, and you've got it. Hmm. Now, I did have the, the lady that plays Canary in the Arrow Black and the Canary? Flash. Yeah. That's not a good thing. What, Black she's Canary my Canary or White Black Canary? Canary. Is Black Canary. Oh. It's Black Canary. She's, she's my least favorite character, so that's fine. Mm. And actress. Well, now that we're talking about that, should we get into our ups and downs? 
Yeah, we can do ups and downs. That was your down, I take it? No, that was what you brought. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I did, you know, post it for everybody else to suffer by. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I really did, like, when you posted. Actually, it's more of a warning. <laughs> when you posted that, I was like, I really did see this trailer, like, two months ago. I thought it was interesting. No. I'm glad I did. Where was it at? It's like, horrible. Video on demand? Amazon? No, it was on Sci-Fi Channel. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that didn't take long. <laughs> if you just go to imdb.com and read the review that I, I did referenced. I see that, yes. That review is pretty damn funny. And it's spot on. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Uh, Jeff, what's, you want to do up, down? What's your up? Uh, well, I'll start with my down. Oh, well, fine. Well, no, it's... That way we leave on a good note with yeah. Jeff. I've been trying to catch up on my CW superhero shows, and it's feeling like a chore. Which ones? Uh, Arrow, Flash. Flash is good. I'm one episode behind. Um, uh, but... I'm tired of, oh, we changed the timeline. Something else happens. Yeah. Stop fucking changing the timeline. Well, that's what they're supposed to be doing now, right? No. So they're still changing the timeline even after the beginning of the season? What episode are you on? I think I've seen like three or four. Oh, you're fine then. Okay. I, they, I don't think they changed it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they said they're not going to yeah. change it. Uh, but it's just, I do like uh, that. Who's the guy that, uh, the bad guy in the first season? Um uh, Oh, uh, b- d- b- d- b- Wally? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Wally. Harry. Uh, Her- yeah, Harrison Wells. Yeah, Harrison Wells. Or- I do like how he keeps saying not. Nope, it's not <laughs> a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> uh, I enjoy it because I like the characters. Uh, I'm hoping it gets better. It's kind of like in this year. Again, we don't need an over... Uh, a villain that oversees the whole season. Yeah. I don't need that again. And and Arrow is, I think, even worse than Flash. Really? Yeah. I'm two episodes behind on Arrow. I'm like four episodes into the yeah. season, and it's like I got. I had to pause. I'm like, <laughs> I thought I was going to get catch like four four in one day, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, no, uh, two is enough. Do you like Legends of Tomorrow? I do. Okay, that I do I like, like that. I do like that. Uh, what about Shield? Uh, Shield's better than I thought it was going to be with mm-hmm. Ghost Rider and whatnot. Because I never liked Ghost Rider, but... Nobody likes Ghost Rider. But they made it Ghost not so Rider. bad. So, so I, I'm enjoying S.H.I.E.L.D. Supergirl? Uh, nope. Okay. As in, haven't watched it. Yeah, you're good. So you're down on superhero shows? Uh, well, I'm pretty much down on the CW for CW? the most part. Okay. Blake, what are you down on? Uh, well, I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, so why don't you go next? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm down on Bull. The TV show but I the, told you the about? The one you were up on earlier in the season? Yeah. Uh, no, I was never up on oh, that. Okay. I just said I watched it. Uh, we gave up after three episodes. It was a little ridiculous. Which one was Bull? That was the one based on actually Dr. Phil's uh, prior career. Starring Michael Weatherly. I like him. He uh, does, he uh, basically, he's a psychiatrist, but he knows what the jury's going to be thinking. So they hire him. Defense attorneys hire him oh, yeah, to read the jury. Oh, right. It's not Bull from Night Court. I remember that conversation now. That would be better. I want to see Bull <laughs> be, read a jury. Uh, yeah. It was. It's not good. Go it, from bailiff to attorney. <laughs> to psychiatrist. <laughs> to psychiatrist. And uh, John, uh, what's his name? Lithgow. Lith- no, no, not Lithgow. John. No, uh, John. <laughs> the attorney from Night Court. Yes, I know. John. Actually, him now is a judge. Yeah, I was going to say Lake Wasamo. And I said, like, no. <laughs> no. John Larroquette. John Larroquette. How many jobs we can go through? That didn't sound right either. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's not do that one. <laughs> How many Johns can we go through? Yeah, we gave up on Bull. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the prostitute said. <laughs> what What are you down on? What's eight things? I'm down on Blue Moon. Blue Moon. The beer? The, the beer. beer. Okay. I realize now for several years I've been drinking a lie. Why is that? Lie. Because Blue Moon had a commercial. Just one? Yeah. Okay. And at the end it said, made in something whatever Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I said, that sounds like Coors. Yeah. I'm going to be upset. So I had to do some fact checking. Uh-huh. Which a lot of people don't do these oh, days yeah. on Facebook. Coors owns Blue Moon. I did a lot of fact checking. And Blue Moon passes itself off as a craft beer, but mm-hmm. is actually a Miller's Coors product. There's a lot of them are like that. They're and I'm really up. pissed. But most of them I know about. Blue Moon... Apparently, he's been able to hide this fact for several I years. Don't know how you hid itself from you. I've they've, done that. They've hid it because they've they've uh, passed itself off as a craft brewery because they never claimed to be Miller's Coors. No. And if you look at their product on the uh, on the boxes the and everything Miller else, no, 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 it's not. It's not. Go look. Fucking with me. <laughs> so everything Lion Kugel makes. Is owned by Miller Coors. Everything Goose Island makes is owned by Miller Coors. He said Goose. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is just, this was disturbing information to me because none of the none of the Blue Moon stuff you could actually pick out. You actually had to go and uh, look up and do the fact checking because when it comes to uh, their product, they they claim to be independent, but in reality, they are, of course, a Miller's Coors. They just claim beer. to be a you know a brand that's there. Uh, they, they never yeah. said they're so not. So I owned like by Blue somebody. Moon. Good news. And I guess I'll continue to drink it. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After all that, damn it! I would say uh, the up this week is that uh, we are now sponsored by Coors. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Coors is our biggest sponsor now. <laughs> well done, Blake. Not anymore. Oh, no lost. Oh, another up, though. I do have a... You're up? Oh, you have an up. The Curse of Oak Island has returned. Oh, I'm so glad. Did they find the treasure? No. Really? I really thought they would find the treasure. Actually, the first episode of this season, I think this is probably the last season because they basically come out and say, we're going for broke. And they've got a lot of big money thrown in it, you know, this season, which is why I was asking. It's like, you know, it's been like four or five seasons. Haven't they been cashing in on this History Channel shit? How can shit? you still find this still interesting? Find... It, it is interesting. <laughs> I am dead serious. Okay. I mean, they're, they're tying in a lot of, like, uh, old Templar stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some of the loonies that have come forth. You know, for the theories are pretty loony, but some of them actually are kind of cool and make sense. And when they go and they start pointing stuff out, it's like, wow, that really could be. The fact is, there's something on the island. It's been used for something because it has been constructed in the past. They've found uh, coconut, um, uh, fucking coconut shell, whatever, hay, whatever the hell it is. That stuff is not indigenous to Nova Scotia. Is it an African or swallow they, or no, a European no. swallow? Uh, Caribbean swallow. Oh, okay, my bad. You know, stuff stuff that's there. Obviously, sometime in the past, somebody's been there. They've done something there, and I think they're going to find out what it is. It may not be the, you know, wonderful treasure trove that it was, you know, but ultimately, it, it's going to be something. It just reminds me of something I read today, where a guy goes, "Anytime I go like." to another country i take a 
a handful of rocks and stuff so I can just drop it in there and confuse the hell out of the paleontologists of the future. <laughs> yeah. But be sure your your island isn't, you know, the reality's TV producers. Yeah, we're just going to put this in there. Don't worry about that, this coconut. Well, I, I hope not. I would like to rely on the authenticity. And these guys uh, have been, you know. Rely on the authenticity of reality I would like TV. to rely on the authenticity of the actual You know, the Paris Hilton Simple show. Life was pretty authentic. Yeah. <laughs> but here, but here's, here's a good thing about history, right? Uh-huh. You know, written history's only been around. Written history's only been around for a short period mm-hmm. of time in human, yes, human. You know, as far as our time on human existence, Earth, human existence. If you go back to some of the guys that um, traveled with Alexander the Great, because mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about this last week, to Alexander the Great, some of the uh, Greeks that were documenting his travels and stuff. There's episodes in there in their travels where they're going through deserts, right? Mm-hmm. And coming across ancient Chinese. dead cities that they describe. And they try and describe, you know, what these cities look like and all this kind of stuff. And and the fact is, you know, the the, the world's so big and our age is so old that there could have been other, you know, historical cities, mm-hmm. civilizations. Uh, that we may not know about in small little pockets around the world, which yeah. we'll never fully understand. So you look at a lot of the early uh, thousands, you know, the late 900s, the early thousands of um, humankind, where now they're saying, hey, we think the, the Norse, you know, Eric the Red, Norse had actually been there to Greenland. Mm-hmm. And no- I mean, there's no documented history of, hey, we went here. You know, but they're now starting to think that there may have been settlements. So the possibility that there may have been more things going on in our history that we're not aware of really intrigued me. Like Atlantis. And so I would like to buy into the concept that, you know, based upon what they've documented with the island, mm-hmm. what they know has been dug out as like canals and chutes and artificially created lagoon, you know, the imported uh, coconut fibers that act as a, a, a barrier to some of these flood wall gate things in there. Okay. I would like to think that there's something there that they're going to uncover this year based upon the authenticity of the mm-hmm. show and the island that these two brothers, you know, basically have, have sunk their life savings into. would like to see something legitimate come out of it, and I think that would be really cool. So over under, they're going to find as much stuff as they found at Al Capone's vault. Hmm. I'm going to say equal. Equal, yeah. So a couple is of Geraldo going to be there? I hope so. Oh, that would be good. He really went uphill since then. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He exactly. got his nose broke in a fight. Yeah, clan fight. Do you feel Atlantis is real then? I would, I would like to think that Atlantis is probably based upon an actual city, city or civilization that, that... could have been sunk during an earthquake or mm-hmm. volcanic explosion. Do you believe in Pompeii? But as it, when they talk about <laughs> no, 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 of you course. mean the terrible movie? I've yes, seen, the, the terrible I movie. I don't believe in the movie, but I've been to the site. I've okay. been to the archaeological site a couple okay. times. No, but I would like to believe that Gnosis or or Atlantis may have been an actual city, possibly. I think it's got to be in the right? Mycenaean. They, they look probably in the Mycenaean period, right? And it may not have been super technological, mm-hmm. like that people like to fantasize Correct. in as like alien spaceship. But according to you know Greek historians, when they talk about it being an advanced civilization, meaning that it could have been advanced in as far as like meaning seafaring. it had fire, 
archaeology and all that other kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Weaponry and that. You know. And education. In education, exactly. No, I think I think Atlantis has to be out there. I think it's got to be a city that fell into the ocean because of an earthquake or something. Yeah. Well, think- it, there's all kinds of things that we don't have explanations for yet. I mean, there are, enti- there are entire block city civilizations off the coast of Japan that we don't know about, that mm-hmm. they, 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 you go underwater and you look at. I mean, it's really amazingly symmetrical. You know, and the, and, and the Japanese culture and civilization don't have any history of these cities. Mm-hmm. So... And there's even uh, Amelia Earhart. We were talking to my son about that because there was something on TV about it and my son was interested. They think they may have located where... That's what we were talking about. There's so many little islands down there. Thousands. Yeah, that they've never seen. Uh They think they may have even survived. She may have even survived Mm -hmm. for a little bit. You know what I heard? What did you hear? When they were looking at those -hmm. those islands, Mm -hmm. they found the wreck of the SS Minnow. Really? Mm -hmm. It was only a (laughs) three-hour trip. Well, then the weather started getting rough. Oh, the tiny ship was tossed, I heard? Well, yeah. when you get into those hurricanes, it can really expedite your travel across the ocean. <laughs> well, we're actually just going across Lake Michigan. We're in Australia. I don't no. know how it happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, but think about it. They're actually looking into possible natural phenomena in regards to the Bermuda Triangle and everything else. You know, talk about these hexagonal, you know, storm cloud systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, the possible mass exodus of nitrogen from the sea. You know, from the sea bottom, mm-hmm. come up in big bubbles, which is the worst thing for a ship, because mm-hmm. your ship's no longer resting on water. Yes. When the bu- those gigantic bubbles come to the top, it's on air. So what's going to happen? The things, the keels are going to break, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's going to so. flood. Yeah. In, in it's going to list. That was no, it's not going to list. It's going to list. It's going to slowly to the left. Crash and break because and you go I mean, from water to a giant pocket of air. And then, of course, there's always alien abduction. Who did? Who knew that we're a history show? I know. We're actually getting historical. Whoa! Yeah. Shot yeah, of history. Some... We shot it across the bow. We shot that you. down. Exactly. Yeah. So that was your up? Yeah. That was a long <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, quite, a, quite a big up. So anyways, Curse of Oak Island. Yay. Last season, hopefully. <laughs> I'm uh, Moana is my uh, up this week. Uh, Moana. My up yes. is I've been uh, on HBO Go mm-hmm. flipping through and like, oh, what, what movies are out there? So I'm going through these movies and then I noticed they've got a trailer for some of them. Uh-huh. So I started watching these old trailers. Oh, okay. I was like, I enjoy that. I'm just enjoying watching terrible trailers from the, oh, hell, from the 50s through the, the 90s. Oh, you're going old school. Well, there were some, yeah. Did you see the trailer for Torque? I did not that see was that a good one. trailer. Uh, that oh. is a good trailer. That's a good movie. No, I'm talking about the old ones where, like, the entire trailer is a voiceover where the voiceover mm-hmm. explains the plot of the movie for you. I'm like, oh man, this was terrible. Uh, if you get a chance, you DC should... Cab. I saw that. No one, one should ever <laughs> see that <laughs> trailer or movie. Trailer. <laughs> you should techni- you should really look at the trailer for Congo. And I'm not kidding. I watched that a couple weeks ago. The trailer for it, and I'm yeah. like, oh god, this is even worse than I remembered. And I only saw the trailer. You mean Congo, or you are the endangered species? You are the endangered species. What are you going to do about them? Put them on the endangered species list. If anybody hasn't seen Congo, uh, good. Uh, but if you haven't, you really should. You really should. It's a classic film. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you watch Walking Dead this week? Yes, I did. Okay. And what would you like to discuss? Have you seen The Walking Dead yeah. this week? Oh yeah, I'm caught up on. I watched Walking Dead and Westworld immediately. Okay, uh, so Walking Dead. I feel like it was just like last week's episode, just shortened. 
Yeah, but you know, they're still. This was like what the fourth episode. Yeah, they're still kind of setting up the season they're with building. everybody. They're building on everybody, yes. and some people are excited because this is the this is the Carl storyline. Carl. Yes. When he goes to Negan. However, they're all kind of like confused because I guess Jesus isn't supposed to be there. Jesus is not supposed to be on the truck going to see Negan. Yes, but if you follow the Daryl, the no, the anti-Daryl mm-hmm. story, Dwight. Dwight. I did find it interesting that he was under that overpass and almost got hit with a falling body off the mm-hmm. overpass. Now, as I've read up on Walking Dead stuff and mm-hmm. fandom, I guess that... In the graphic novels, Jesus tries to whack the anti-Daryl, Dwight. He's actually following Dwight. That's how he finds Negan. Oh. And in the in the graphic novels, he tries to off Dwight by pushing uh, some walkers off an overpass that Dwight is under. I don't and remember that. Happened, that. that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the, that in the books. But yeah, that we'll... happened with the Daryl episode. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going off of what... The internet going says, with and so you know it's true. It always is true. Exactly. Uh, uh, I liked the episode, but I was kind of like, yeah, I saw this episode last week, but mm-hmm. different characters. Gregory's an asshole. I can't wait till mm-hmm. he dies. Yeah. Uh, Maggie looked badass. Mm-hmm. Not and, just her tractor, just her stepping up. Yeah, and and you know, um, Jesus is setting the, setting the stage for her to take over the hilltop, mm-hmm. or yes. mentioning it. And Sasha actually kicked ass. Yes. I was excited about that. They finally gave her something to do since the first time they introduced her. Good yes. for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you miss Abraham or Glenn? Do you miss any of them? Uh, I miss them all. I do? Yeah. I don't miss Lori. No. She was annoying. She was annoying in the book and in the show. Yeah. I miss that... Carl's eye. Oh, too soon. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Glenn and too Abraham were, were killed just like well, they had it coming. Ago. Uh... <laughs> Poor Carl's eye. He almost lost an <laughs> Poor arm, too. Carl's eye. Carl! Uh, Jeff, you caught up yet? Nope. Okay, good. Still six and a half seasons behind? Well, let's talk about Westworld, then. Something you are caught I up on. I am caught on. up on Westworld. And I will say, I'm going to start spearheading the campaign for Get Sandy Newton an Emmy right here and now. Is that, uh, is she Maeve? Maeve? Yeah. She's good. She's good. Um, they have, uh, dubbed her online as Puffy Nips. Puffy Nips. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Way to take an yes. intricate, developed character and put it all the way down to her I nipples. was reading an article and then I was, I always look at the, uh, reader response, listener, or, you know, the responses from the people reading. Comments. Comments. Never do that. <laughs> Never read well, no, Never, West, never is not dumb bad. size yourself. Westworld is good because it gives different theories. Everybody's been pretty nice. Well, then um, these assholes started going, Puffy Nips. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? And I'm like, oh, you really? You've lowered it to Puffy Nips is now Maeve? Thank you. That's wonderful. You do realize everybody is naked on this show almost. Almost. <laughs> yes. I, want I, I did see the funny meme is uh, Westworld has, has changed the view of uh, everybody sees Naked people sitting on stools. Yes, <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I don't uh, I don't want any of us to sit naked on a stool, ever. No. I don't feel like that's comfortable. Never in this podcast. Sorry, Jeff, I interrupted about Puffy Does that mean Dev isn't allowed on? Because I think it's the only time. He's, he yeah. always is naked. He's, he's always naked. Uh, when unless Dev is here, then maybe we'll make an exception. Fumigating that seat. 
Anyways, uh, so did you like this episode? Yeah. So you, you want know. to talk more about Maeve? Because I've got a new thing about Maeve. Go ahead. All right. So before we start start talking about the latest episode, mm-hmm. all right. So the old lady started watching it. She finished. She finished the Crown. <laughs> How was it? Without me, Queen Elizabeth still alive? Yes. Okay. Good. I didn't know. And so she's like, "Well, let's watch something else." So I said, "Well, why don't you get into Westworld?" So. After this most recent episode, last night we went and rewatched one and t- I well I, I rewatched one and two with her mm-hmm. one and two, and something was interesting that I caught. Uh, there's a couple of things I caught. We can talk about a little bit next. But, okay, but about Maeve, I'm not sure Maeve's storyline is. I don't know what the deal is with the concurrency of where it's at. You don't think? The man in black. Mm-hmm. Which you found out a lot about him this week. Yes. Goes in. Mm-hmm. And his experience with... He's talking about killing a woman and a child. And it turns yes. out he's talking about Maeve. Yes. Takes a knife and sticks her. Yes. Maeve's first wake up is in the lower left abdomen where she got knifed mm-hmm. by the man in black. Yes. That could she, throw off some timelines. Because she also got shot in the same area. Yes. I my thought was did she, is that what made her awake and then she started going on this journey? That's my thought. Well, it's after obviously it's after Well, see we don't know. That's the whole whole damn problem. We mm-hmm. don't know if the uh the hosts have gone through this before mm-hmm. and um and went with Arnold, you know, etc. and when they keep talking about the incident, this could have been the incident that they were all talking about before. Or it could be all tied to the incident they were all talking about before. Okay. So maybe this, these awakenings mean, have happened before. The man and they, in they black put the kibosh on killing Maeve is part of the incident that happened before? Or is that what you're saying? I'm saying Maeve could have... You don't know Maeve's storyline. We don't know her timeline. We know it deals with the pot in the present. But Maeve may have been awakening long before this because her first awakening with the text is when she's got a knife wound in her lower left abdomen. And that's where the man in black stabbed her in episode two. Do you think it's cyclical that she was trying to awaken then? It kind of went bad, so they rebooted her and now she's awakening again? Correct. Okay, now I got and, you. And the deal is, if you follow her, if you go back and start rewatching, mm-hmm. which was a boon to my... Mm-hmm. fresh ad views on the show uh you know and the two texts are like hey somebody's already been in there with higher authority messing with her it's gotta be forward right no who do you think it was uh Arnold? other programmers when mave first started failing oh, in her gotcha. seduction routine okay they made her aggressive right mm-hmm. oh yeah and the then elise remember she you know mave was due for shutdown and elise messed with her uh settings as well and put her back into production. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting little thing. I, I that may you may not be wrong on that. I kept hearing that Maeve uh, is being uh, the reason why she's getting away with so much is because Ford's pulling the strings and he's trying to uh, bring the revolt around with her because she's building an army. And they said, "What happens if she's actually uh, the main bad guy?" Uh, it starts with W. Wesley. What's that guy's name? Wyatt. Wyatt. But I thought we saw Wyatt, right? 
Yeah. He was yeah. that guy that was, and everybody's like, well, maybe that's not Wyatt. I was like, why would that not be Wyatt? Mm-hmm. And the one Didn't I we see Wyatt in the flashback from yeah he was the big tall uh, white guy right the Teddy flashback yeah the Teddy unless he's not maybe he was well, just a, in Teddy's memory that's what Wyatt correct. looks like and the one yeah. idea was maybe it is Maeve and how great would that be if she's Wyatt and the man in black is going to get killed by her because he killed her daughter it's just revenge all right Maeve how is her name spelled M A E V E Ma Eve, Eve. yes. Yes. What is the theory on this one? Uh, it's just something I thought about last night. And okay. she's the first woman. Her name is mm-hmm. Ma Eve. Well, Dolores is the oldest. Yeah. But Maeve is up there, too, isn't she? They never said who's the when oldest. Dolores so, was oh. having her flashback this past episode. She walked into the town mm-hmm. that wasn't there, but she was seeing it. It's underground. Yeah. But she was seeing it, at, like, the, from the first time she might have walked into this mm-hmm. town. And Maeve was there. Well, she, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Maeve and Maeve's daughter or something. Where, when they were back yeah. dancing, the daughter kind of ran across. Oh, I okay. think, I think this isn't her. the first time that they've had awakenings. They've had a big awakening before. 30 years ago. They filled it in. That's why the church steeple is sticking mm-hmm. out of the ground. Ford's looking at it because I, I guess he wants to move everybody back towards that for some mm-hmm. reason or whatever. Because he's old. He's getting ready to die. And so... Yeah, it's all a goofy time circular timeline thing that's going on. So uh, here's something else that's interesting to look at, especially in the second episode. The bartender in the saloon Mm -hmm. is a different bartender each and every time. Really? Yes. I didn't notice that. I I was like, it was at least two different bartenders. I I think it was three or four, actually. I did like this episode when she rebooted him or like changed the story. Like, I guess it was CGI, but just the facial expression was really cool. Yeah. How he moved it and that. And I love that Mm -hmm. Maeve was doing the changing things around. Just walking around, just getting narratives, new (laughs) narratives to everybody. Decided to play a game of draw with each other. Boom. That that was really cool, but but going back into looking at that, it's pretty wild. Uh, all right, so I'll go ahead and I'll talk about the next thing with Dolores. Right? Okay. Go ahead. In episode two, mm-hmm. Dolores, we know it's in the modern time because her dad faults, mm-hmm. and he tells her something, and she's talking. And episode two is very important because. It's uh, Luke Hemsworth that's originally talking to her, asking her situational questions. And then it's him again at the end. Okay. And then in between, it's Bernard that's talking to her in the little mm-hmm. special one-on-one sessions, mm-hmm. right? The Dolores timeline may... Dolores may be existing in several timelines. I'm not disagreeing with there's that. The, there's the one with William, mm-hmm. right? And I think at the end of two, she's in the timeline that's in the modern that would sync with Maeve, because mm-hmm. it's all the same thing. And I'm thinking... The gun she finds at the end of two. Yes, that's buried. Maybe post William episode. Oh, I figured it was post William. Oh. Yes. I thought that was post William. So she goes out and so then her episode goes then we're seeing the flashbacks with her with mm-hmm. William. So she's got the gun, right? Mm-hmm. She's woken up again, I think. Or she's waking up mm-hmm. again, she's hiding it. And she goes walking out, wakes up in the middle of the night. She goes walking out, and she stops, and she tells herself, here, and looks down, and she uncovers the yep. gun. She unbears it, yeah. Yeah, so that could be the gun for the first time when, you know, back with the old William timeline mm-hmm. 30 years ago. I would not be surprised by that. They just... Because Ford's talking about the reveries, and this happened in the past, Arnold, 
and how when they started remembering the memories, it started making them quote unquote go crazy, mm-hmm. right? Because they're artificial intelligence. Correct. They can't discern the fact that it was a happening once in the past kind of deal. And you're starting to see that take place with Dolores because Dolores is realizing she's from a different time. There's a different storyline with her with, you know, when Maeve was a mom with the kid mm-hmm. going back. And she's like, this is the exit. This is here. We're here. And she's there and she's reliving the memory. But she can't discern the fact that it's a memory because she's artificial intelligence. And she can't all- divide the fact. And it's replaying again. She can't tell the difference between memory and reality. And here you thought you had some great fucking outbreak you know some great breakthrough mm. and it turns out no it's not it's just nothing the one idea is and that william is there and he's like yeah okay okay and then he's like and he's starting to pick it up and then ford's having the conversation with bernard before he's going to go wipe him mm. he's like and he mentions this has happened in the past mm-hmm. they start trying to chase down their old memories because they don't understand that it's actually something in the past and they think it's something that's current because they can't discern it and he said it talked about it it drove them crazy so this has all happened before in the past and i think ford's making it happen again for some reason i think um and bernard is the one that got at least as you see in the quick flashback and i think bernard realizes it because he he stops and he asks, he's like, you know, who else have you had me do? And Ford's like, nobody. But then, boom, Bernard realizes he's the one that put the sleeper hold or choke hold on Elise from behind. We don't know if she's, she's dead. Calling. We, we don't, don't know if she's dead. Which brings the importance, if you go back to episode two. Wasn't she on the phone with Bernard? When well, she here's was the kidnapped? thing, though. They said that she was on the phone and hung up. Oh, okay. They said you can't trust any of the host timelines now. Yeah. So it yeah. could have been earlier in the evening. He goes over there, chokes her, have a good day. Because yeah. in Bernard's mind, it was recent, but you don't know the timelines now. That's correct. And the fact that Bernard is having illegal conversations mm-hmm. with Dolores. Yes. So maybe Bernard knows more than what he's letting on. I right? think he's the... In, in the backdrop of these conversations with Dolores, hey, you better get back before people realize mm-hmm. you're missing. And these are always at night, apparently. Which would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. This is reset storyline. They're in the fish tank, and it's not in a fish tank that they use for regular programming. It's in a fish tank with the walls and everything that look like the, the ca- backdrop of Ford's cabin. And Bernard Underneath. may be meeting her there in the cabin. Okay. But we don't know when that's happening. It could be happening after Ford resets them. But basically this whole storyline this whole storyline is so screwed up because you're nothing's in sequential order, and that's what makes it intriguing, doing, but also very confusing. I think they're doing that on purpose to make you feel like a host. Yes. Which is great. It's genius. Uh, yeah, like, it's memento. I'm going to guess that the uh, Bernard uh, uh, Dolores uh, questions are probably the latest in the timeline. It's got to be after Teresa dies because Bernard didn't know that door was there until Teresa showed him. It's correct. So it's got to be, I agree with you. I think it does have to be that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is one idea that um, Ford, who was his uh, partner? Arnold. Arnold. They said, the one rumor going around, I kind of like this idea, is that his conscious, subconscious, is actually being passed on. His um, Mm -hmm. uh, metallic is being passed on from host to host. That was Arnold's punishment for um, 
for uh, Ford because Ford was, you know, going against him in that. Mm-hmm. So he traps him. And when he's building that little robot, the new robot design in his cabin, it could be a new body that he's going to transfer himself into. Yeah, obviously it's not eh. a new Teresa like I thought it would be. Or could he be making another Bernard? Who could knows? Be. Because there was, a, be there, was scene, there was a scene where it looked Maid's like Bernard. Army? No, there was a scene in there that looked like it was a a naked Bernard on a table sitting up, swinging mm. his legs over the table and saying, "Yeah, yeah." And in, in the next episode, yeah. that thing, or that could be back to Bernard's origin story. I mean, apparently, you know. It's all fucked up. That's all there is to it. And it's intriguing, but the storylines, it, it's like uh, Joseph Heller's Catch-22. Did you guys ever read Catch-22? Uh-huh. Catch-22 is a spiral. Think of a spiral for the actual storyline, and then a horizontal line that goes through. Okay. And every every revolution on that spiral storyline, you're reading, and you got to piece together the actual timeline. Okay. So it's kind of like this... That is pretty much Westworld. <laughs> this is yes, which which is exactly is the same storyline with uh, Westworld. I thought this was my least favorite episode. And I still liked it a lot. Yeah, I did get a. We just got messaged. Neil is going to be coming on our show here in a couple minutes from Woo! Dark Angels Prepare and Pretty Freaks. Neil Sacharagolo. Yes. So, any last quick uh, quick thoughts on Westworld here? Uh let's see. Watch it. Burn Dolores. William Man in Black. Oh. William is the man in black. I'm yes, convinced. He is. Yes, he is. Because the uh, the duck that Wyatt left, the female, mm-hmm. uh, man in black says, "Oh, so you're recycled for would never let a good like like what do you say like yeah. a good piece of ass yeah. go to waste." She is the original host that meets William on his first trip when she dresses him. Basically, no, when she's dressed when he's dresses William. Yes, she is the host. That mm-hmm. meets William off his train into West... Well, not train, but the... Uh, junction. The junction yeah. into Westworld where he's preparing her. Mm-hmm. She is the host that says, you know, here's everything your size, here's whatever. And he's like, are you real? And she's like, does it matter? And she's like, you know, you know, I can stay here. That is the same <laughs> yes. host. That the man that, in black finds. That the man in black find, that man in black and Teddy find. And that's why uh, man in black, you know, says, oh, you know, you're, I see... The he pretty goes, face. Your pretty face. They wouldn't let your fine piece ass go to waste or whatever it was, because she was the original greeter to Westworld mm-hmm. that uh, William met. I think Will, uh, Men in Black, the Man in Black, yeah. Men in Black, Will Smith, uh, the Man yeah. in Black. I think is realizing that he's in way over his head now. He's starting to realize, oh shit. Well, uh, yeah, thing. <laughs> there's actually yeah. a challenge coming up now. So could Wyatt, with his revelation, mm-hmm. and Wyatt's followers. That Teddy talks about. Could they be the group of hosts that have become self-aware? I think so. I think so. Did and you... Ford's allowing it to happen and trying to disguise it as a storyline, which he gives that dummy storyline to the writer. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the writer says, yeah, I'm doing this and this is my story and this is the whatever. Well, obviously you've got well, busy first, work. <laughs> the first Teresa's like, yeah, you got busy work. It's not right. And then the board lady mm-hmm. talks to him later and she's like, you know. Did you see the picture of the Minotaur in the yeah, background? Yeah, the Minotaur guy in the background but is there. Yeah. when the Minotaur guy comes to the man in black, who always protects the front of the maze? The Minotaur. He's going, into, right. the, he's going into the maze area. Minotaur in the maze. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. 
As Seriously, soon as, Jason, you'd be a great player in Dungeons and Dragons. You just don't as soon as I saw, it. I'm serious. As soon as I saw the mentor, I was like, yeah. oh, he protects the maze. That's right. Okay, now I got mm-hmm. it. Okay. All right. So we caught up on Westworld. So hey, let's could, get into our could, show. Could Wyatt <laughs> actually be Arnold? Oh, I think it is. I think something similar. Yeah. Yeah. I think artificial it's Arnold. Yeah, I think it's artificial. There you go. Could be. Hey there, Hobie. I'm Sean. I'm Ian. And we just wanted to wish you guys a happy 150th episode. Wow, 150. 150, yes, Ian. Who knew you could put out that much crap (laughs) over 150 episodes? Yeah. That's a lot of bullshit. It is a lot of bullshit. That is for certain. I am stunned, but at the same time, I applaud their fortitude. For despite the fact that they have to overcome so many obstacles, so many mental disabilities, Ohio, the biggest one of them all, um, that they still put out, they churn out just such mediocrity. The Bengals, the the Browns, oh. the Indians couldn't even beat the Cubs in the World Series. Lake Erie, who yeah, we share that with them though. Ours is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the falls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so there you go, Hobie. Happy 150 episodes. Way to go, guys. Special, special guest in the studio by Skype uh, is Neil from Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. Hello, Neil. Dark Angels Hello. and Pretty Feet. Pretty Feet. My bad. Pretty, Pretty Feet. feet. The sexy feet are in the house. JPF. Neil, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know that you've been podcasting for about 18 hours straight. Yes. Uh, and you were podcasting reasons are several, correct? Correct. Okay. And I apologize that I am so late. Oh, you're fine. We're just getting to Twitter poll of the week. What, uh, what podcast were you recording for earlier? I just said that. Reasons are several. Oh, I thought you said the reasons are several why he was podcasting <laughs> no, no, no. before this. <laughs> Blake's a big listener. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was I was uh, recording with Matt for the Lovely Reasons or Several uh, podcast, mm-hmm. which is which has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. Now, is your wife uh, jealous? No, I think maybe at first uh, a little bit, but mm-hmm. then she listened to the show and and actually was really cool about it because she's like, oh, this is kind of neat because uh, you get to hang out and kind of talk about other stuff that we normally don't talk about because Matt and I talk a little bit more about sports and and stuff like that. So it's kind of fun, and it's stuff that Annalise isn't super interested in. I think at first she was thinking that I was going to do the same Dark Angels and Pretty Freak show, but with Matt. Mm -hmm. And so I think after she heard it and realized that I wasn't going to talk about, you know, having sex with him, that... That she's like, oh, okay, no, this is this is a lot of fun. She actually really enjoys it, so she's been super supportive about it. So it's been good. Matt wears sexy pants too, right? He does very sexy okay. pants. He's a good-looking guy. I, I was uh, I met him when we went to Portland. He's a he's a he's a sexy giant. Is he Heno good-looking or a little bit below? Um, I think they're very much at the same level of good-lookingness, just a little bit different. They have like, a different. I don't know because Heno is like. One of the best-looking men on the face of the earth. I like to go to his pleasure cave. Uh, yeah, he, you want to spelunk that man? Yes, <laughs> go spelunking. Well, Neil, we appreciate you coming on the show. 
Uh, it's your. This is a big one because outside of me, uh, outside of Nickel, you're the only podcaster that has been on our show twice. Well, Nickel doesn't totally count because he's not really a podcaster anymore. Because that's true. That is true. Right. Um, and a big difference too is that you guys need to thank me for all your success. So there's that. We do actually have to thank you for that. Uh, that is. <laughs> That is uh, a big part of us. We would not be here without you, <laughs> right? Um, you and know, now, and now that that we're now that I'm on the show, I do want to say though, congratulations on 150 episodes and on all your success because you guys do a great job, and I'm I'm a big fan, and uh, it is fun to see and listen to you guys over 150 shows and kind of how the show has progressed, but at the same time, I mean, you guys have really stayed true to exactly who you are, and that's <laughs> and awesome. And gotten worse. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say how we've digressed. <laughs> <laughs> and how the show has just kind of gone downhill. <laughs> well, that's, that's why you're back on. <laughs> <laughs> it can't get any worse. Have no, them back exactly. on. Who cares? <laughs> I got to spit all this glitter out of my mouth. <laughs> well, Neil, we appreciate it, because like I said... We were one of the first podcasters, you and I, uh, we all started together, and everybody's kind of quitting, um, because they obviously are not getting into the podcast money like we are, and you are. <laughs> yeah, well, we, I mean, when we started with Musings, and I know Musings is defunct now because we pretty much bankrupted and they couldn't afford yes, us, so we had to move true. on. Um, I realized that, uh, you know, the, a lot of the people we started with, which had such strong shows and such strong, you know, personalities and podcasters... Um, I just felt bad. We blocked out the sun for him. I mean, when Hobie and, and Dapfod came along, it just kind of like, you know, they, they, uh, they're just, they couldn't grow in our shadow. And, uh, I apologize to them, but at the same time, um, I can, I can understand why they had to get out of the game. And to, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I know that we've talked about this off air. They can just suck it. Uh, Pretty much. just to be suck honest. It. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, yeah. what? sometimes poop does float to the top. Yes, it's it not does. necessarily it's green right. that rises. Did you say That's poop? Right. Yeah. We're not a PG show. <laughs> poop. <laughs> you know, we're really big in the preschool market. They put us on all the preschools around the country. Dookie. Dookie. Well, Neil, you're on Dark Angels Pre-Freaks with your lovely wife. Um, you guys are coming to the Cincinnati Comic Expo in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't <laughs> confirm that, but we're going to say you are. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. Can you tell us what they're, wait, they're going to get a free table? We'll still have to pay for ours. <laughs> how, you, how, how good would that be? There's a free table next to you with our names. But we just don't show up. But you guys just know that they, we didn't have to pay for it. Uh, assholes. Uh, <laughs> so could you tell us what your weather is? The weather report. It's actually cold. Well, for us, it's cold. Uh-huh. It's 49 degrees, um, but clear and dark. And you're in Napa Valley. Napa Valley, California. Yeah, forty nine. You know what? Here in Cincinnati, on the outskirts, we're thirty six degrees. That's not too bad for you guys right now, is it? Hey, uh, it's not optimal. I mean, we're getting close to freezing. Oh, it's optimal, Neil. I'm with yeah. you. I-, I love this weather. Bring it. No, nope. hate Bring it. Bring it on. Hate it. So, Neil, you're going to sit with us because last episode that you were on uh, basically went through all of our history. So this week, you're this time you're just basically going to sit with us. Sounds good. I'm sorry about that. No, I'm in. I like it. It was the first time that you're listening to uh, Neil from Dark Angels and Pretty Feet on Mm -hmm. the podcast. They can go back and listen to episode number Uh, 140. I will will get you that Our publicist is right on this, Neil. (laughs) Fire your assistant. 
Uh, damn I, interns. Uh, I think it was episode... Uh, it was only probably 20 episodes ago. I feel like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, moving yeah. on. Sure. Uh, <laughs> well, Neil, you're on. It's good timing because we're doing our Twitter poll of the week. Poll of the week. Your enthusiasm. <laughs> I like that. That's our intro. Yeah. We can't afford outros. We only have intros. In honor of Neil stopping by Hobie this week. <laughs> Be careful, otherwise Henno is going to write you a song about it. Please, please. You know, what? And we wish Jacks a happy birthday last week. I'm waiting for our new song. Right. All I'm saying is that he's going to win Floppy of the Year if he writes a song because Dr. Bednar has been slacking. I'll be honest. Mm. Uh, let's see here. What classification of glitter does Neil fall into? Neil is a very glistening one, and he wears glitter. So, mm-hmm. uh, in last place, uh, let's see, fourth place, 12%, the Miley Cyrus range. So that's good. Right. Miley. Okay. All right. Uh, 13- I didn't know Miley Cyrus had glitter. I didn't either until I Googled glitter and then she showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the first four things that popped this, up. On this is our scientific poll. How did pink not show up? Oh, shit. Uh, well, you do have number two, the uh, 13%. Stop it. Isn't that close enough? I like oh. pink. Oh, I like pink too. Uh, 13% stripper. Stripper. Oh, uh, nice. Stripper range. Um, stripper glitter. Do you smell like a stripper, though? I always felt like they smelled good. I could never figure out that perfume. Perfume and rouge. I think it was desperation, but Do I'm not sure. Do you have extra rouge on your chest powder tonight? and rose petals. Is it? Antiseptic and semen? <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking strippers, not hooers. Oh, oh, sorry. What's next? 25% is glitter whore. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I liked. Uh, but 50%, number one, you got a lot of votes on this one, was uh, 50% in the first place. You're in the category of drag queen. You so. can't you can't fault people for voting that way. You really can't. Drag, you can't. Drag queen glitter. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, let's see here. We also, uh, oh, wait, we can actually get into our listener feedback. Wait a minute. We actually are getting into our show. Blake, this is all you. Oh, uh, wow. But you don't have a question from Doug. I do. Yeah, I, I do. A... It's just right here. Yeah, I... that's a, last week's question. I know. I was going to say. We answered that question. I was going to read it again anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just put it on the monitor. He'll say anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> uh, Lynn manuel from Hamilton. I don't know if you heard a couple episodes ago. Uh, I could sing. Um, <laughs> Hamilton, no. straight up. You can't. Yeah, uh, lies. Can you can you sing in a Christopher Walken voice? Ooh. Oh, he can't sing in a Jason Brigger voice. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> I got one shot. That's Eminem. Never mind. <laughs> it's not Hamilton. Never mind. Uh, let's see. Lin Manuel wants to play Carnage in the Marvel Universe. What do you think? Uh, sure. You don't I, like Carnage anyways. No, I don't think Carnage is that interesting of a character. And I mean, I really don't know that much because I've only seen clips of him on stage as Hamilton. And that's okay. about all I remember from him. So I'm sure he could pull it off. That sounds very reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, what was your thought? Uh, I don't know that much about uh, Carnage. Can you tell me a little bit more about Carnage? Uh, he's Cletus Cassidy. He's a serial killer, and he gets the spawn of Venom, basically. He's a second-rate Venom. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Now I'm ringing a bell. And he kills um, a lot. Wow. I don't think... 
that uh, Lynn is really doesn't come across as that evil to me. But I if think I'd want actor, someone to... good yeah. actor can pull it off. Of That's true. I mean, Tom Cruise did pull off Vampire Lestat, so let's give him that. And he did pull off Nicole Kidman. <laughs> no, no, he was pulled true. off of Nicole Kidman. <laughs> My bad. Same thing. <laughs> no, I think I think for that character, I'd rather. I mean, could he do it? I I, I guess I'm going with Jeff on this. This is all very reassuring. Yeah. Hell, go for it. <laughs> it's nothing against him. I just don't. I just. I think I'd like to see somebody else do it. Anybody? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> no. According to Trump, Lynn Ham- uh, Lynn Manuel is pretty evil. Good point. I want an apology. Uh, let's see. Go ahead, Blake. You got next. Thanks, Doug, for that question. Down the hall. Down the hall. All so right. bucks. I did. Right. I did like that impersonation, though. That was solid. <laughs> So on. Thank you. Sounded just like Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So uh, next, uh, following Doug. Doug was a number one fan. Yes. Can't give yourself a nickname. So we're on Angela now. Yes. We're moving on. I'm saying yes. So uh, our next question comes from just Angela. Mm -hmm. She says, uh, are you excited for Queen Latifah's new show? I know nothing about Queen Latifah's new show. Is this a new interview show? Or is she going to be an actress? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. I haven't heard anything about Jason? this. Jason? Uh, I don't know, and I refuse to know because I cannot stand Queen Latifah because of uh, bringing down the house. Okay, that was a terrible movie, but she was good in Chicago. I saw a Taxi with her. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, you want to keep going? And Chicago is awful, too. No, Chicago is good. I hate Chicago. I'm sorry you feel that Not way. Not the city, just this musical. <laughs> I hate the damn city, those Chicagoans. Damn and Cubs. pizza. It's not like... Damn the Cubs. It's not like your hometown baseball team lost to them in the World Series, though, Neil. Sorry. I, know. I, was, I was rooting for you guys. Uh, Apparently and- not enough. <laughs> right? Apparently not enough. <laughs> so you were a fan of Queen Latifah when she was on, was that Living Single? Oh, you yeah. I love Living one. Single. So, yeah. Well, was, See? Oh, as long go. as it's not a talk show, I'm fine with Queen Latifah getting a show. So, Angela, there's four people that said, no, they're not excited for it. <laughs> uh, I didn't say I wasn't excited. Okay, go ahead. I said I didn't know there was something coming out. You're wearing a tracksuit that Queen Latifah wears a lot, too, so I'm sure you are, you are pretty close to her. Uh, you know... <laughs> She and I are like this. Like tight? Pretty tight. Right. Uh, episode number 125 was the last episode Neil was on, just to let you know. Neil oh. before Neil. So. Neil before wow. Neil. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Awesome. Uh, next, uh, our section called Corrections. Gets bigger every week. Sponsored by uh, Dev the Gentle Giant or the big Science Guy. All right, Dev says, regarding the Phoenix Force. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Force was a galactic entity that was corrupted by the human emotions and mastermind while in Jean Grey. Um, as I said last week, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get into all the retcon stuff. Mm-hmm. No. As you were reading the, uh, the Dark Phoenix Saga for the first time, you didn't know about this entity stuff. Yeah. So that comes out eight years later when they resurrect Jean Grey. Of course. So we weren't wrong. No. We just didn't get into the specifics. <laughs> Suck it, Dev. Like Hi, Dev. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play both sides, Neil. 
You're what? not Bernie Sanders. Did you not see my glitter freaking pole? I'm a drag queen. I've been playing both sides for 50% of my life. <laughs> well, you could have answered that with Miley Cyrus, too. Mm, right. Both sides. Moving True. On. Uh, go ahead, Blake. Now, before I move on with Dev, we have to oh, clarify Jesus. for everybody once again. Whatever we say on this podcast is correct. Yes. It's true. <laughs> Until proven wrong. Until proven wrong. Right. If you're going to try and prove my ass wrong, you better have some fucking citations that's not from Huffington Post or some bullshit slate.com like that because you're dealing with a learned entity here. Neil, I'm so glad you're on. Dev says, tell Blake the Electoral College was designed to protect slave owners in the South from the North. Wrong! <laughs> well, there's truth to it, but that's a very oversimplification of the fact. That is correct. Isn't that what this? Uh, isn't that what we're all about now? Just oversimplifying facts. That's correct. We're all about just arguing over facts now, not <laughs> solutions, just facts. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, if you went, if you go back, and I'm a big student of American history and especially constitutional history, etc. Mm -hmm. The Electoral College was uh, set up as a series of compromises in regards to the system of government that we have today, and essentially, it was not only to protect slave states. That was an under lying theme that goes with it that everybody points to nowadays because we're oversimplified and stupid. You know, the fact is is that it was, wow. from, it was to protect small states from the big states and, of course, the big states from the small states and vice versa, and it goes into the overall basic compromise that they kicked down the line because they knew they had to compromise on something in order to make the union stand, and I'm not going to go into any further more detail. So Too late. Suck it, Dev. <laughs> uh, Blake will be on the uh, Hobie uh, political podcast Soapbox on the, the Canadian pro uh, Podcast right. Network every Thursday night down the hall. <laughs> All right. But no, but thank you for your interesting point of view. <laughs> <laughs> So, coming from a slightly uh, passive-aggressive, condescending place. <laughs> Speak, I'm all about equal time. Thank you for your point of view. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I you know, I, I would love to have good social discourse, but we know that's not possible in social media these days. All right. Uh, skip the next one. Go to Amy. Yeah, so in uh, fairness of equal time, uh, for Mamie Whalen... She says, uh, how come on your non-political podcast, I have to hear Blake talk, and you've reached your 75% limit. Your sentence has 16 words in it, Amy. We cut you off at 12 because you hit our glass ceiling again. <laughs> Neil, can I come on your show? <laughs> I send your complaints to Blake at Graphic Novice. Well, you have to hear Blake talk because he's a co-host. <laughs> he does listener feedback. We should maybe switch up these categories. Actually, but, we were very concerned for Amy's well-being, mental well-being, the past couple weeks. It can be it can be argued that the Electoral College can be discussed in a non-political way, though. It can just be discussed as what it is. I mean... Oh. It's being discussed in this election, depending on what side you fall and, and your beliefs. But you can just talk about it as you can talk about anything. We can talk about football without having any stakes in the game whatsoever. So you can, you can have a non-political discussion about electoral college. So maybe maybe Amy's being a little oversensitive because of, of the outcome of the election. I'm just saying. Bla uh, Blake saying. has talked about the NFL without any uh, any recourse to it either. He's been a Browns <laughs> fan for years. 
really doesn't care about NFL who wins or loses. It's all right, Blake. One day they'll win. Yeah. One day. Hugh Jackson's going to get that first victory as a Browns coach. Possibly. Probably uh, you get the you, Bengals. You guys what, will what, get Johnny Manziel back. Don't worry utopic, about it. What is this utopic uh, universe you are discussing about, Neil? I, <laughs> no, we're not familiar with this. <laughs> yeah, I know. But in my in my head, in my head, these discussions can happen. No, I, I've, I've actually had, um, you know, I, of course, take the extreme just to be more entertaining than, you know, than just a normal, yes, why, yes, yes, okay, yes, okay. You know, it's a lot more fun to blow things out of proportion. Really? <laughs> yes. You do that, Blake? No, I, I didn't. Th- no way. <laughs> Put your lion. Uh, Randall Holt actually has a different question than the one on the outline. This is we're blowing things up right now. Blowing it up just He's for Neil at Bad Ideas Podcast at Hobie Pod. In spirit of Christmas, what glistens more treetops or what glistens, angels? What glistens more treetops or angels? Freak Seven. That would be Neil. That's Neil. You're not on Twitter, Blake. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. What glistens more, treetops or Neil? So maybe maybe RJ Holt needs to learn punctuation. Oh wait, this is Twitter. <laughs> this is Twitter. There's no Sorry. such thing as punctuation. I'm pretty greasy, so I'm going to say I glisten. I probably glisten more than a, what was. What am I glistening I against? Dep- well, he said treetops. I suppose it depends. He didn't say Christmas treetops. Yeah, was it treetoppers or just the top of a tree? Because I'll guarantee you, I glisten more than the top of. I mean, oak. I look outside my window, and there's no glistening on the top of the tree out there. No, it glistens on top of Doctor Number One's head. I'm going to go with Neo now. Treetoppers. That's a tough one. It depends That's... how it depends how gaudy of a star you I'll, have up I'll there. I'll put it this way: if it was that O-faced angel I got in the bad gift exchange years ago, ten years ago, mm-hmm. that probably glistens more than Neil. There is an O-faced angel that you did get that I did get, and it was just full of glitter. Wherever I put it, it left a trail of glitter. And after uh, <laughs> Jeff got it, was full of semen. Everywhere it walked, there was wow. lots of semen everywhere. Wow! Uh, it, was, it, was, it was an angel snail trail of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was an O-faced angel. Well, there you go. <laughs> what are you gonna do with an O-face? I mean, come on. Best Christmas Eve ever. Happy <laughs> Christmas, Angel. Yeah, I, I was gonna throw in a tinsel joke, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from the Dip Man. Oh, you're going back to that one. The Dip Man. Yeah, apparently, he is. <laughs> Says, uh, "What are you getting at Graphic Novice for Boxing Day?" Ooh, a present. Uh, Neil, or I'm sorry, uh, what's his name? Nickel? He will be getting a present in the mail. It will be uh, related to our floppy award from last year. Uh, it's only 11 months late. So good for you. Just keep uh, keep it looking. I don't know if UPS delivers this certain item, but we're going to try. <laughs> we don't know if we, it can actually go across uh, international borders, but we're going to try. Doc. The- Opening an investigation and getting arrested? Yeah, I'm kind of worried. Might send my kid in to uh, mail it. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe we just hand it off to one of these celebrities that's going north. <laughs> Lena Dunn? Anyways, moving on. Uh, uh, next one. Dev the Gentle Giant. Mm. Not to be confused with Dev the Size Guy. Oh, wait a minute. That's his um, secret identity. He says, shouldn't it be Big Dev the Size And this guy with a PhD in... Scientology. If he wants a PhD in Scientology, he can have one. I think it's Scientology. In Scientology. You know, we can give him an honorary Hobie PhD. Yes. But just based a- upon his electoral comment uh, question, I say no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, we can give him one. But we can't give PhDs to frauds. 
<laughs> well then, Deb, thanks for listening. Uh, by the way, <laughs> has ever, uh, have you seen uh, Big Deb's uh, Glamour Shot this week? Oh, yeah. that was from our show. Yeah. That was, oh, that's when he was on your show? Yeah. I wanted to make a t-shirt of that. <laughs> uh, you're gonna need a big t-shirt <laughs> yeah, if anyone hadn't heard when uh, die, uh, die <laughs> when Dev. Dev the Psy guy mm-hmm. was a guest on uh, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks he spiraled into drunkenness pretty quickly yeah yeah the the first time the, the photo shoot is from the first time uh, he and tra- uh, Travis were on and then the the second time he decided to drink, I don't know, like sixteen gallons of of gin, and uh, towards the end he was he was very happy and a little confused. <laughs> I feel like you're kind of like that right now. <laughs> I got I got through reasons or several. He's I'm just, done for the night. Ah, oh, fuck, Kobe's he's, calling. He's podcast <laughs> drunk. <laughs> That's right. Uh, why don't you go to Nick and then uh, we'll wrap it up with uh, Doctor Number One. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nick Albright. How you doing, sexy? He's following up last week's question with if Jeff was a god. Oh. And he could bring back from the dead two people from Rick's crew on The Walking Dead. You're not walking anymore. Who would he have sex with? That isn't what it says. I mean, who would he bring back and why? Oh, yeah. We know originally that's what Nick meant. Who would he have sex with? Because Nick likes to fantasize about Jeff. Yes. Uh, who would you bring back and why, Jeff? Um, who's all dead from Rick's crew? Uh, uh, Abraham, uh, Glenn, Glenn, uh, Carl's Eye, uh, Lori, <laughs> Shane, the governor. Uh, I keep going on and on. Well, who's, what is the little girl? I want to bring her back. Oh, gosh, she was annoying in season two. Exactly. Okay, so she's back. And she was even annoying when they were looking for her. Yeah, it's like I would have stopped after and an who, hour. who killed the little girl? Isn't she dead now, too? Carol? Carol's daughter? Uh, she Carol's alive. Oh, you mean the oh, serial killer. Serial killer little girl. Oh, so yeah. you're bringing back the two girls? Okay. I didn't know there were two little girls. You're uh, bringing them back? Yeah, the, sure, not the one that was the zombie in the barn. I, yeah. I was talking about, yeah, the serial killer little girl who they said, okay. look at the flowers before yeah. she killed her. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was talking about. Look at the flowers, Algernon. Um, <laughs> that's right. I feel like I'm a little creeped out sitting next to you and you're talking about bringing back the little girls. I'm a little scared by this. I'm a little scared. Well, uh, children deserve a better, a longer chance to live. The adults made their choices. They deserve and they're a dead. chance. The more you know. Because the children are innocent. I believe the children are our future. I know, I know a lot of kids, and some of them Teach are assholes. Them well, let, let them lead. lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. I'm sorry, Jeff. Do we have to possess you? the spirit of Give Aaron Give them Burr? a sense of pride to make it easier. Okay, moving on. Uh, let the children's laughter. Let's go to doctor number one. Remind us how no. we okay. used I'm like everybody to listen to this be. segment. I decided long ago never to stand in anyone's shadow. He just Googled the lyrics while Jeff was saying <laughs> That's it, yeah. If I fail, if I succeed, 
At least I lived as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't, can't take, take away, away my, my dignity. dignity. Because I don't have any, based on what I just said. <laughs> it's my life. It's now okay. Stop it. Stop oh, it. <laughs> Go ahead, Blake. Let's finish up with Doctor Number One, please. Get the hell out of this segment. Yes. Now I know why she OD'd in the tub. <laughs> All right, Randall Holt at RJ six six six. He's not evil. Just handled that way. So yeah, that's uh, not, we're not doing that. We're doing Doctor Number One. Nintendo Switch multi. No, we'll do that next week. Just go Doctor Number Where? One. <laughs> From well, Professor Number One at Doctor Number One said, "Will Donald Trump be doing a bracket for the NCAA tournament on ESPN?" Not if ESPN's smart. All Meaning, presidents. will he be on ESPN, or is he just doing the bracket like on ESPN? Like, is he uh, filling out a bracket on ESPN.com? I think ESPN. he's just filling a bracket out like uh, Barry Sorotero did. <laughs> I would think I would think Trump is going to do a bracket, mm-hmm. and then he's going to really. I don't think Trump knows anything about <laughs> college basketball. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Exactly, like I said, I think Trump will be filling out a bracket. Trump University is going to win it all. <laughs> they Trump University. Bas- they have a good basketball team. Uh. That'd be great. He just fills out his name. On like that. No, you got to pick out a, a basketball team. He's like, what? No I, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I win. I beat Pence in the final. <laughs> Clinton didn't even get out of the first round. See what I did there? That was my Trump. <laughs> I, like, I like your first Trump. See what I did there? <laughs> oh, I have lots of impressions. Let's do a face-off. Want to take his face? <laughs> Uh, from Doug, Aquaman. Uh, just for new listeners, this is where uh, somebody sends in people to fight, and we pick the winner because we're awesome. Aquaman versus John Bon Jovi, oh, winner, versus the women of Abfab or Cheap Sex in the City knockoff. We can go with that. Aquaman well, wins. Abfab was round first. That's right. Neil, you're not helping. Neil, <laughs> thank you very much. But which one is Carrie? Is Carrie in there? Carrie's the daughter. <laughs> See the level of stupidity I have to deal with every week? This is why I'm crazy. It really doesn't matter because Aquaman wins hands down. No discussion. Seth well, apparently over. Aquaman can throw an axe. Can throw an he axe? Can. Didn't yeah. you see Jason Momoa uh, doing his Aquaman thing, no. throw it through an axe. Yeah, How's but he uh, throw an axe through water. Exactly, that was my point. How does he do that underwater? It doesn't get very far, does it? Uh, it does when Aquaman throws it. No, he did that on shore. Well, yeah, because that was Jason Momoa. That did in the Aquaman. air. No, he's you, Aquaman. I don't know if you know this. Aquaman's not real. Jason. He Momoa's was wearing not. axe. <laughs> <laughs> but then it goes away in the water. That's true. The dolphins just hump him because he wears axe. I was sitting there looking at it. What a wasted talent for Aquaman. He can throw axes. Pretty much good. But stop you can't it. do it underwater. Everybody's a wasted talent. It's yeah. Aquaman. Bet he makes a mean tuna fish sandwich. Mmm, tuna. Uh, I'm going with John Bon Jovi wins this. Uh, I thought we already finished the discussion. Aquaman won. Neil, Why are you even it. discussing it anymore? Neil? I'm going to go the women of AbFab. Me too. <laughs> you guys lose. You murderous fucking traitor. That's right. <laughs> John Bon Jovi hunts vampires. It's true. He also falls in the pit in, uh, um, what do you call it, the, the cowboy movie. Young Guns. Young Guns 2. Yeah. yeah. Young Guns 2, yeah. Didn't he also but, die in U571? Yeah. Oh, God. 
And he paints houses in Moonlight, Moonlight Valentino. Valentino. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So he's not winning from yeah. that one. You know, no. you know what would be pretty funny? If John Bon Jovi makes a cameo in Westworld as his character that fell into the pit in Young Guns. In Young Guns? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. And then gets um, hit in the head with an axe thrown by Aquaman. Actually, it would be even better. It's just the piano plays uh, modern modern songs on his if it thing. Plays, if it plays, plays, plays a, a glory. And John Bon Jovi's on there as a host, and he gets decapitated while his own song's playing. On Do the you think Ab- Fab Crew is going to move to New York and look for Mr. Big? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I, I hope he, she finds Patsy love. Patsy and Adina are going to kick your ass. That's I, all I, I, I hope say. they find love, because if those crazy kids can't do it, I don't know. I, maybe Carrie's advice column would help. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm just asking. <laughs> can't beat the original. Sex in the City rules. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we're down to news of the geek now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in breaking news, they're remaking uh, Sex in the City with the AppFab crew. So that was good. That's the new movie coming out next week. Uh, let's see. Next week, they made it pretty quickly. Huh? Well, it's pretty shitty anyways. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, are you being served is next. Uh, let's see here. The Hollywood Reporter states Netflix Stranger Things continues to bulk up its cast for season two. Actor-comedian Brett uh, Gelman from Twin Peaks, the new Twin Peaks, Fleabag, and Married. He's from three things I've never seen. Married is good. Married is a good show. Was. It got canceled. Has joined which, the- show, which show is Married? Uh, that's the one. Um, is it on the FX or FXX? Yes, it was on FXX. Okay, then I know which one. Yeah. Have you it's seen a good it? Show. Yeah. It was good. Uh, I there, thought so. There were some episodes that you're like, eh, I could have done without, but uh, it was decent overall. I like Brett Gilman's character in it. He was the fucking crazy attorney in it that lost his job and was snorting cocaine all the time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter learned Gilman would play Murray Bauman, um, a di- disgraced journalist turned conspiracy theorist like Woody Harrelson in 2012, who's investigating a court case in Hawkins. Uh, he becomes the latest addition to the season two cast, joins uh, previously announced Sean Astin, Paul Reiser. Gotta love Paul Reiser. He wasn't married. He was yeah. married. Oh, okay. Gotta love him. Uh, and <laughs> was he in a Mad About You? Was that it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. AppFab she, uh, copied a lot from that show too. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, Linnea uh, Bertheson. Linnea. Linnea Bertheson? What's she in? Do you know her? Like, I don't think he's talking to me. Uh, Sadie Sink. <laughs> Dockery Montgomery. Sadie. Sadie. Did he say Sadie? <laughs> Sadie McSanderson? I'm just intimidated by Blake's anger. <laughs> you need some, glisten, some glitter. Uh, let's see. Details about the second season. Oh, no, 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 no. You missed a name. Dakray Montgomery. Dakray. He said it while you were too yeah. busy oh, you know, okay. correcting him. Scowling for at me. <laughs> Details about the second season remain sketchy, but the roles of Max and Billy are two of the three new faces expected to join the summer hit. This is shitty fucking reporting. They don't mention who the fuck Max and Billy I are. I noticed that. In this damn story. It is the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's about it. Uh, about that story. But are you guys excited about Stranger Things. Neil, do you like Stranger Things? I haven't seen any of it, so like, I'm gonna what? go. I'm gonna go with yes. I think it's fantabulous. Good show. It's on something called Netflix. I know it's kind of tough to find. So here's what's funny: we don't have Netflix. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may want to because Marvel's uh, movies are coming to it. Captain America: Winter uh, Civil War arrives on Christmas Day on Netflix, and it's the first of all the uh, superhero movies coming to the show. The, 
thing. We can start a new family tradition on Christmas. Uh, not go to see family. So Civil War. Oh yeah, I, I could watch it at Netflix. I I guess. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I saw that at Skywalker, but I guess I could watch it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But which is better, going to <laughs> Skywalker <laughs> Ranch and listening to it on their cheap uh, their, their, their cheap theater screens their, and speakers, their Walmart soundbar. <laughs> Or the privacy of your own home. Do I have to That's give you my point. login and username? Because I gotta <laughs> pimp all this shit out to Jason here. <laughs> I might as well give it to you too, Neil. <laughs> I got a Netflix. I can do that. <laughs> well, for the do, fun... do it off the air. We don't want everyone to know your password. <laughs> all of a sudden, next time I log in, I got like 400 <laughs> accounts made up. I mean, I already got the kids, my father-in-law, <laughs> sister-in-law. What, what the hell is 400 more people? Uh, one of my neighbors did write on her Facebook page. This was a couple months ago. Uh, could everybody that I've given my Netflix password to get off so I can watch for the show? It's not letting me on because yeah. there's too many accounts. That's oh, funny. My sister had a problem with that. Uh, she was watching something, and her daughter came downstairs and said, I just got a call from one of my friends. They're asking if you if we could get off so they can watch something. <laughs> and my sister then immediately changed her Netflix password. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, for the five people that don't listen to Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks, uh, that your wife works for Skywalker Ranch, uh, the actual you know Lucasfilm area, not the actual dressing, um, but. Not the actual dressing? Ranch. It was a oh, Shut up. <laughs> not, not the two-life crew mansion. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, like, not the actual ranch. Like, not, she's not, not a not ranch the aunt. But then crew he went in Miami, the South dressing. Beach. <laughs> she's the carrot that you put dip in the dressing. <laughs> Are you going to see Rogue One at Skywalker Ranch? Yes. I hate you. Damn you. Are you inviting me to go see Rogue One with you at Skywalker Ranch? Sure, if you make it out. Sweet. I got the invite. Mm-hmm. Now I got to fly out to California. You barely have the mo- enough money to get to the Bob Studios. I don't think you're going to Skywalker. <laughs> it's beside the point. If you start hitchhiking now, I'm going to take up a collection fund. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see Rogue One there. I just want to see Phantom Menace there. Could you do that for me? Could you do we, that? Annalise could actually hook that up for you. Yeah. You might be the only one in the theater watching it, but it could happen. I might be. I will be the only one watching do, that. Do they have rules well, of Against throwing things actually, at the screen. Actually, uh, even he won't show up for his one-man viewing <laughs> for Phantom Menace. <laughs> I just want to see George Lucas dressed as Jar Jar. You know, he's going to be a good character. No, he's not, George. Leave it go. Sorry. I apologize, Skywalker Ranch. <laughs> but not to George Lucas. Not to George. Not to George. <laughs> Poor George. Sorry, he doesn't own it anyways. No, he doesn't. No. Is he still at the ranch? Um, I, yes, he still owns the property. Oh, okay. He well, has he to get off when Michael Eisner shows up, though. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't live out there. Yeah, but he's, okay. the Hugh, he's got the Hugh Hefner agreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, yeah. Disney bought it, but he still gets to live there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kong Skull Island trailer was released this week. Uh, I am ecstatic for this movie. Anyone else excited? Nope. Just Kong no. 4.0? Looks damn good. Neil, did you see the trailer? I did not. Okay, good. There's good no research, Jack Black everybody. In this one. <laughs> did no, no one Jack else Black see this, in this trailer? No, he's not in it. Jack Black is Why not, not in this. Because he's awful. He's a 
What? Horrible human being. Jack Black? No. Little Tenacious D? Yeah, if you go back to the HBO Tenacious D series. No, it's awful. Just it's don't ever pretty watch, funny. Just don't watch the movie, The Pick of Destiny. Terrible. Yeah, yeah go, that was you, not that was you not watch that Tenacious good. D, the, the episodes. Even Dave Grohl couldn't did. save that movie. Back or man, Meatloaf. Okay, Neil, give me a movie that Jack Black was good in. School of Rock. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to, Jason, you know the answer to that one. Okay, give me a second not, one. Nacho Airborne. Libre. Nacho Airborne. Libre. Oh, God, stop it. Nacho Libre. God. <laughs> stop it. Well, I, well, since this is a... Well, fuck you all. This is a horrible news of the geek. Uh, Skull Island looks awesome. Yay. Yay. Uh, Legendary Entertainment announced the acquisition to the film and television rights to the classic eh, sci-fi novel Dune. It's classic, whether oh. you like it or not. It's still classic. It's true. It's true. The book written by late author Frank Herbert... It's <laughs> one of the most popular sci-fi novels of all time. I did that just for Blake. <laughs> or you didn't know if it was a bear. Oh, I knew it was a bear. I was going Herbert though, just to see Blake's reaction. He hates me right now, anyway. So, uh, let's see. The upcoming planned projects based on the book will be produced by Thomas Toll, Mary Parent. That's not a real name. And Kale Boiter. Uh, with a lot of other people, are serving as executive producer, including the son of Frank Herbert. Oh, Kim Herbert. Uh, the story is Brian? Set... Oh, yeah, Brian yeah, Herbert and son. Kim Herbert. Kim Herbert. <laughs> I was thinking, well, Kim could be a could could be unisexual be. name. The story is set in the very far future and follows young Paul, blah, 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 whose family accepts... Atreides! <laughs> whose family accepts an offer to control and govern the desert planet of Arrakis. 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 <laughs> Neil, would you like to say how it's said? It sounds... Ericus. There you go. Thank you. Uh, the plan is valuable, valuable to the universe as the sole producer for the highly coveted valuable resource called semen. However, Paul... No, that fam- says Milan. Whatever. Spice. A.K.A. the spice. Call he my- who controls the spice controls the world. Say that about my semen. However, Paul and family... <laughs> are Not sem- anymore. <laughs> Fucking castrations. Paul and family are soon betrayed. Shocking. And Paul becomes a leader and messianic. Messianic <laughs> for the Freeman and a rebellion Fremen. <laughs> nobody fucking cares about Dune. Okay, nobody cares. Finish the sentence. A lot of people care about Dune. And the rebellion against the vicious house Harkonnen. Harkonnen. <laughs> Just like Ampham, this is a thing nobody cares about. And the book was better. <laughs> well. The only thing is, this adaptation will miss Sting wearing a bikini uh, brief. I do miss that. Metallic bikini brief? Yeah. Is Sting dead? No. no. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Sorry. He better no, not be dead. I, I'm going to put him on my list. I, actually, I, was lo- I was looking at the picture of him in the bikini brief. Yeah. I'm like, I know we, he's we not dead. We talked about this before. Sci-Fi Channel actually did a miniseries based upon the Dune book, and it was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm going to take your word for it. Yes. Uh, Neil, do you care about Dune? No. Okay. Have you seen the sci-fi miniseries of Dune? <laughs> I have not. Let so it what's go. your opinion? Is it on Netflix? <laughs> Can Neil have your Netflix password? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you have no opinion? <laughs> I'm saying that I think uh, I think the movie was um, not very good, but the sci-fi uh, sh- uh, short film ab- adaptation of the book was amazing. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
It made, yeah. Did it make everybody happy? <laughs> Is everybody good now? <laughs> <laughs> Peacekeeper. And mm-hmm. Neil's like texting all of these. Can you please come in here and say I have to go to do something, That's please? Right. <laughs> Get me off yeah. of this. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I think the dog is choking on something. I'll be right back. Well, pull your pants up, Neil. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was solid. That was good. Oh, it was. I know. That's what the dog says. <laughs> oh, wow. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> I don't know Aren't why you? Coors doesn't sponsor us. So, Aren't Neil, how does it feel to be at the nadir of our uh, podcasting uh run here uh, well aren't you guys glad that you had me back on <laughs> i am not as much as your dog but you know i am <laughs> my dog you mean me i'm the i'm getting the better end of that deal <laughs> hey, blake has now quit the show <laughs> do you want to talk about amp fam we've lost all of our pita listeners <laughs> oh we didn't have pita listeners no i'm talking about the bread <laughs> <laughs> hummus for all speaking of hummus how you oh. doing down there, Zero? <laughs> we got hummus at our uh, studio here. Easy made hummus. Yes, that was apparently a poor attempt at a bribe. From number one fan, Doug. Uh, just add, blend with Bush's garbanzo beans. And we're going to skip the Deadpool. We'll do that next week. Uh, let's see. Notorious and Conviction. Some of the TV shows. Some of the first shows being canceled for the TV season. Uh, ABC will let the shows finish out the episodes, but will not be adding any more. Well, that was nice of ABC. They said that's the new thing. They're not canceling shows. They're just letting the run go out. <laughs> After the shit we just talked about, we're back to being serious newscasters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tell me. Uh, have we ever been a serious newscaster? Yes. Neil, any thoughts? Have you seen Notorious or Conviction? I have not. Okay, so <laughs> you have not seen, but did you like great, them? Are they a great like guest for a show? Have that you talks seen the about... notorious video from Duran Duran? I no, I no. have, and notorious. I've I listened to a lot of Notorious B.I.G. Oh, uh, let me ask you this: Have you seen Dune, the sci-fi series one? Not the new, not the movie, but the miniseries. It was really good. It was awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, they also, just today, Pure Genius got uh, axed as well. Well, they just said they're not renewing anymore. What's Pure Genius? Pure Genius is the um, Silicon Valley kid. Uh, he starts a hospital using tons of technology. Oh, okay. And he helps people, but he also has the disease that's going to kill him in like five to seven years or cripple him. How many? Didn't that only have like three episodes? Yes, and today they announced they will not be more than eight <laughs> or nine. Wow. <laughs> Brutal. The disease moves pretty fast. <laughs> well, that's Dead what? by the end of the season. <laughs> well, after five episodes, you're dead. So, uh, yeah, those are three. Uh, Conviction was sad because it was with uh, Haley Atwell from um, Agent Carter. Ah. So it, it did not look good. So and she keeps getting can- uh, her shows canceled every t- which way you turn around. She did say she would come back for Peggy Carter, though. So I'm just to let you know. Uh, let's do some box office news, Jeff. And World Report. Yeah. What do you got for November 18th? Well, we got a bomb. Woo! <laughs> we <episode>. got a bomb. <laughs> Bleed for this, the Miles Teller-directed film, bombed with only $2.4 million in its opening week on a $6 million budget. And, well, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Isn't that fresh? 
put this on here just because I fucking hate Miles Teller. And um, you don't hate Miles Teller. You hate the fact that he was in Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four sucked. Okay, that could be it too. Okay. That could be it too. <laughs> that could be it too. Well, the, the sad the sad part about this is is based on Vinny Pats. The, the boxer. When I first saw the trailer oh, for this, this movie, okay. When I first saw the trailer for this movie, I was like, "Who is this? Mm-hmm. Who is this? Who is this? Is this a real boxer? Is this a weird box?" Then I had to go and actually like research and look at it, and yeah, it's based on a real true life story of Vinnie Pats, oh. who actually was a prize fighter, uh, belt guy who was in this accident. And he tried to come back in box from having a broken neck. Oh, it's oh, actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you, see, you sit there and you look at it, it's like, ah, oh, guys, another Rocky-ass mm-hmm. thing. It's like, no, that's a true story. So you're saying the marketing department did not do well. Exactly, because I was like, who the hell is this movie about? And I didn't they even hear about this movie. They don't even address it in the trailers. I looked at it and said, oh, it's another boxing movie, I'll pass. Because yeah, I, I agree with Blake. I, I first saw it and I was like, what? And I, so I did a little research, because it kind of, in the... Uh, previews or you know it kind of looks like it could be based on a true story yeah and so I wanted to see if it was and when I found it it was I'm like oh maybe this movie will do pretty good but yeah the marketing department did it I think if they just started with based on a true story but really drove it home you would have been like oh that's interesting but no it they made it look like a like it's Rocky with the broken neck it's a small Rocky with the broken neck yeah exactly (laughs) it's a rockette so it's Hillary Swank Oh, wow. too soon. Too soon. You know that was really? a fake movie. It wasn't real. <laughs> Hillary Swank didn't really break her neck. Really? Yeah. She didn't bury Chad Lowe, so that is a bad... I think I would rather have the broken neck. I'm Chad. Hi. How you doing? Do you have money? I don't act. <laughs> That's my Chad Lowe. Wow. Moving on. Uh, all right. The top five this week in the box office. Uh, number one, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Where? Made $75 million in its opening weekend on a $200 million budget. They said uh, they are optimistic that it's going to probably keep staying up there for a couple hundred million. Globally, it did well. Yeah, globally, it's huge. I'm sure Britain, it's probably like the biggest movie they've had in six years. Well, Spectre. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, never mind. So, uh, a year. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, number two, Doctor Strange made another $18 million, a total of $181.5 million, uh, on a budget of $165 million. Did you like Doctor Strange, Neil? I did not see it. You are an awesome guest this week. I know. You like that? <laughs> However, did you like it? <laughs> Annalise did see it, and our friend did, uh, did the sound for it, so she said it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I'm not sure I'll like it because I'm, I'm not a huge fantasy Mm-hmm. Fan, and I think it might it might have a strong element of that. I am going to see it, obviously, since our friends worked on it. But um, Annalise said it was great. She thought it was really good. Said it was it, well uh, done. It was yeah, really well done. said that it was enough of telling the story, but at the same time making it fun and having enough action and really good visuals to keep you entertained while filling in. You know, I mean, that's what sucks about some of these. They got to give you origins. You know, yes, yeah. Because no one knows who Doctor Strange is. Uh, and even, Jen- even people who read the comics don't really know who Doctor Strange is. Hell, Doctor Strange doesn't know who Doctor Strange is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next time, since Annalise actually sees this stuff, can we just have her on next time? <laughs> I was a little surprised he asked me again. I was like, you guys didn't learn the first time, but <laughs> all right. I just wanted to talk to you about bowling balls a lot. Uh, well, let's, let's bring her on. <laughs> Blake's a little salty right now because I think he hates me right now. 
<laughs> You're just staring at me. I'm right now? Yeah. Right, right, right now, now, like things change? <laughs> All uh, right, go ahead. Move. No, number three. Blake's the only one that figured out that you guys should have on a lease on. That's <laughs> why he's upset. <laughs> he's like, we did this once before. It didn't go so well, and you dumbasses want to do it again. <laughs> We're not bright. <laughs> uh, what's next, Jeff? Uh, trolls. Oh. Made seventeen and a half million total of one sixteen on a hundred twenty five million dollar budget. Everybody I've talked to has said that it was a really funny movie. Everybody I talked to said the movie sucked. Okay, if you only talked to one person, Jeff. I only talked to myself. Okay. <laughs> Did hey, you guess see what, it? guys? Nope, but it hey. sucked. Yes, Neil. I didn't see it. Oh. <laughs> but did you like it? It was amazing. <laughs> oh, there you go. Especially when you spin the little trolls and their hair goes all crazy. I just want one person from the trolls, whoever made trolls, the studio. I want them to listen to this show and have your quote, it was amazing, on their ads. That would be great. <laughs> Neil says, from Dark Angels, it was amazing. <laughs> Never saw it. <laughs> uh, okay, coming in fourth place, making $12 million, a total of $43.5 million on a $47 million budget, Arrival. Ooh, it arrived. That's right. Amy Do Adams, linguist. I'm I'm intrigued by it. Oh, that one. Yeah, okay. she's the cunning linguist. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but we reached a low for the dog, but okay. <laughs> Called the dog Indiana. We used that joke two or three times talking about this movie in the past. Yeah, we just joked about it last week. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, you weren't listening. Was I here? <laughs> yes. Physically, Were you sober? Yes. It's on heavy rotation. <laughs> I was sober. I don't know why. Ah. <laughs> uh. Arrival has a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. They said uh, the only critique, and this is from some of the dumb uh, moviegoers, is they're like, there wasn't enough action in it. Well, duh, it's she's interpreting a, a language yeah. from aliens. What do you expect? It's not an action movie? I said cross the T. I mean, it's a little <laughs> cerebral. No. That's a little too much for this Cerebrable? country. Hey, guys, guess what? What's that? I didn't see it. Uh, but did you like? Did you it? like it? Amazing! Oh, I would give it a I would give it a ninety three. Awesome. <laughs> Neil off from Dark Angels gives Arrival a ninety three percent. Number five, mm. Almost Christmas, made seven million. This total, is the one Neil saw. A total of twenty five and a half million on a seventeen million dollar budget. Danny Glover, right? Uh, he probably in it. I don't remember. It's a big, <laughs> what a big this? ensemble cast. Yeah, we're going Danny Glover. I think he is in it. I don't He's even in, know what this movie's about. It's other about than Christmas. It's something about Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That, that pretty much is the the it's almost, title. Title is the plot. They all get together. <laughs> it's always a good sign for a movie. Um, <laughs> look at Torque. Uh, basically, a whole family gets together and there's hijinks ensues. They always hey go guys. To the, yes. Guess what? Yeah. I, I didn't see it. Did you like it? Did you like it? I, I did not like this one at all. Oh, terrible. That's disappointing. I was going to go see it, but now I'm not. You know, now they're not going to make up that, you know, <laughs> the advertisement, <laughs> that advertisement budget. Yeah, that's right. Damn it. Here, here's something embarrassing. I haven't seen uh, Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. Dune, or any of the movies we've talked about or TV shows so far that you've discussed. However, I have seen six, count them six, brand new 2016 Hallmark Christmas movies <laughs> on the Hallmark Channel. Bam. Pack it in. Just wow. won the show. You're welcome. I'll be oh, back on did, in 25 episodes. Did you see the one with, uh, who is it, uh, Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey? 
Haven't seen that one. Uh, wasn't that last year's or is that this no. year's? It's a new one this year. Oh, it's, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's been made, recorded. Cincinnati. It's, it's made in Cincinnati. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah, apparently that's the question Jason missed when he was uh, on the uh, radio program answering geek trivia questions. Well, I guess uh, I uh, called in, uh, lost to geek, on geek trivia to a DJ, Neil. Oh. Yeah, I lost five to three. And all they did was ask, what network is it being uh, produced for? Yeah, what uh, the Mariah Carey show, the film. The Mariah Carey holiday f- uh, Christmas film. I said Lifetime. Oh. <laughs> I Man, told I, I, Neil would be disappointed when he found I out. Knew, even, if you, even if you went with ABC Family, I would have felt better. But <laughs> Lifetime? Which one's the been your hell favorite? Is wrong with you? Which one is my favorite what? Uh, Hallmark movie this season. Uh, I really like the Mistletoe Promise. <laughs> I'm not joking. It, it was pretty good. <laughs> Did they make a promise under the mistletoe? No, it's kind of weird. So uh, this is going to be shocking because uh-huh. it it's really hard to tell these movies. Uh, I mean, it's the movies are so so well written uh-huh. and they are they are so independent of each other. It's not like it's the same story told over and over. <laughs> so in this. In this particular one, uh, a gentleman needs a date for his uh, law practice firm to become a partner. He, uh, it's a very family-oriented law practice, so he needs a date to go. And there's a woman who uh, works, who owns a travel agency with her ex-husband, and he's kind of a jerk. And she's, they're both down on Christmas, and they make a, a contract and a pact to be each other's significant other through the holiday season, and they actually write up a contract. And um, tough to believe they actually fall in love. Um, wow. Some things go wrong. Some things go right. There's a lot of fake snow. It's <laughs> fabulous. It kind of sounds like the plot of Ned and Stacy, the television show. Please stop. Was so, uh, Meredith Baxter Bernie in it? She she was actually not. In fact, uh, she doesn't. She does not have the Bernie anymore. Oh, sorry. She's been long diver- diversed. Yeah. Are you loading the gun there? I'm loading the gun. I was going to say, that sounds like someone's, the action on a nine millimeter. What's going on over there? I'm putting it to my head. Uh, Blake, there's a a Christmas show you might like called Christmas Tales, which has to do with dog owners and dogs. Holy smokes. Can you guys hear that? No. Hold on one second. I think we lost him. It's all okay. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Sorry. uh, I'm, I'm using our... Uh, template to record us, and I forgot that I had my outro set. So, uh, oh, we did it, did not come across. I thought so. you were talking in Elise off the ledge, too. <laughs> yeah, right now, you're dealing with my guns and her ledge. All right, go ahead. So, yeah, you'll enjoy that one. A lot of animals, it's called Christmas so. Tales. Christmas Tales. Oh, sounds good. I'm excited. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, now for a list of more movies that Neil won't see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming out this week, uh, November 23rd. That's mm-hmm. like tomorrow, isn't yes. it? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Probably today when your people are listening That's to right. this. Or yesterday. Last week. On, yeah. <laughs> uh, Moana. Great films. Go see it. Allied. Don't know that. It's uh, Brad Pitt. And Miranda from Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I heard, I heard that's supposed to be really good. Uh, yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. One. His Mario wife Cotillard. is a double agent. Maybe you don't know. <laughs> Neil is going to be on the advertisement. I heard it was going to be really good. <laughs> this was the movie that broke up uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Really? I thought it was the Uh-oh. wild blood. 
around her neck. Oh. No, no. But this was apparently the rumor is he hooked up with Marion Cotillard. Mm. And, Who wouldn't? And, uh, oh, just how it's like Jennifer just, Aniston must exactly. be just laughing now. <laughs> laughing. Probably. How's it feel, Angelina? Why you look at me? I'm not her. <laughs> I know, but I'm just taking my hate out. It feels on, really good that it's finally you. coming back right. and uh, torturing him. Isn't that right, Angelina Jolie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason, Jason does have Angelina's lips, so. <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, thought, those lips. Never mind. Never mind. I thought he was <laughs> going to do Angelina Jolie impersonation for from the movie Alexander. Get that accent down. I think I just did. You didn't know what accent I was doing, so neither did she. That's yeah, but you only said gun ready again. You only said one word, so you couldn't hear the accent change throughout the sentence. Alexander, I named the dog Alexander. <laughs> she turned into a raven or a crow there at the end. <laughs> Never more. <laughs> Uh, I want to see Jason's uh, impersonation of Tomb Raider. I just want to see him in the outfit. Oh. (laughs) All right. Well, look uh, on social media. We'll get Dev to come down and take the pictures. Oh, please do. All right. uh, Bad Santa 2 also opening. Don't care. I will see that. Really? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. I like the first one. I love the first one. I'll see the second one, and then I'll probably never watch it again because I fear the worst. As yeah, long, same same boat as you, but I will see it. As long as he, she, uh, she says, fuck me, Santa. I don't, Lauren Graham's I don't think is even in it. What? Lauren Graham's not in it? She's not in any of the ads I saw. No, I don't think she's no. in it. She's too busy I, making Gilmore. I will be drunk when I see it, too, just so you know. <laughs> That's the best way. Is probably. it going to be on the Hallmark Channel, do you think? Oh, oh. Ah, that would be, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of stuff they put on there, right? I'm mm-hmm. going to- I'm going to my quilting club. We got the Hallmark Channel on. Bad Santa. I don't uh, know who that was. I don't know either. <laughs> it sounded like Trump. <laughs> also opening this weekend, rules don't apply. Howard Hughes played by Warren Beatty. Beatty really peaked at Bullworth, so this is going to be interesting. That was his peak. Yes. Or Dick Tracy. <laughs> Dick Tracy. <laughs> You saw that, didn't you, Neil? That was a good one. I, I I'll did. Go to, uh, did. You, what, Bonnie and Clyde? He was in that one. Yeah. yeah. I'll go to Bonnie and Clyde. Dick Tracy was the sequel to Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, okay. Ish- Ishtar? Ishtar? He was in that was the sequel to Waterworld. Was he in Heaven Can Wait? Oh, it yes. was. Yeah. <laughs> we should have done top five Warren Beatty movies. <laughs> <laughs> Bugsy? <laughs> Bugsy? Yes. He was also in the sequel, Mugsy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Worst joke of the night. <laughs> I've got and some bad been ones. Pretty still. bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How many bullets does that thing hold? <laughs> just I'll keep enough. Unloading it just for safety precautions. <laughs> uh, buy or sell this week. Uh, we're starting with Eddie Redmayne. Buying or selling their stock. Eddie Redmayne. He was the lead in Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Uh, we're gonna buy money. his stock because they're making like four or five more of these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and you, you might as well throw in Catherine Watterson too. Sure. She's the female. Is in the she? Movie. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was about to ask who she was. You may. Have... <laughs> I, was, I didn't know who she was either. Let's <laughs> 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 just put these names down. <laughs> Neil, did you know who Catherine Watterson is? I actually just pulled it up. I had no clue. <laughs> she was born March third, nineteen eighty, though. Ooh. She's five really? eleven. Oh, taller than me. Yeah. I'm 5'9 on a good day. 
Eddie Red Eddie Redmayne is also five eleven. No, he's five six. I've seen him in movies, but <laughs> in, I, he's short. In movies, <laughs> and he was sitting in a chair most of the movie. Uh, people think I'm smart well, because I'm Stephen Hawking's. Yep, people <laughs> think you're smart. <laughs> People think I'm smart. People think I'm smart because I look like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll buy them together as a pair for stock. I'm selling them with the expectation that they You're will increase them? in value. Yeah, I don't like that they're both five eleven. Screw them. <laughs> Except for Neil. Well, at least you've got a very valid reason. Mm-hmm. I've probably never seen any of their movies either, so. Uh, let's see here. Um, is that all we got? Oh, that is all we got for that one. I think we got top five. It's time for top five. We could stop and put music in, but you know what? We're just going fake it. <laughs> top five. Ooh. Top five this week. What is it, Jeff? Uh, top five living. Pe- I'm, I'm going to read this the way it should be written. Yes, I know. <laughs> top five living celebrities you would like to spend Thanksgiving with. I guess that was a better way than what I wrote. <laughs> oh no, Why I'm going with top, he top five alive people yes, you want to spend Thanksgiving with. Top five alive people. Are you an alive people? <laughs> you want to spend Thanksgiving with actors, writers, singers, etc. <laughs> the good news is I have a minor in writing. Top five <laughs> alive people. You can write for Slate.com. <laughs> Neil, help. <laughs> top five alive people yeah top five so um with this i assume we're doing aside from family and friends right because if God if i nobody wants to spend the time <laughs> with those, why would you well we know that's what you have to do already well, well, so, okay. want to fantasize about yeah, five alive these... people that you want i just so when my mom listens to the show and yeah. I don't have her listed yeah. as number one. Other than family and relatives well, and friends. Neil's family was my number one. That was my number one. It would be a good time. Are you serious? Yeah, Neil's family is number one. <laughs> well, he took have, it off, put it on the board. Have, <laughs> yeah. have to do with my drunk dad. <laughs> Your family does sound like they would be fun to hang out with at the holidays, though. They are a blast. They are. I am. I am very fortunate to have the family I do because they are a lot of fun. They're very... And we're very different. We're very different uh, politically and socially and all that. But but we just have a great time together. And they're very accepting of everybody. And, and just we have a good time. And my dad likes to get drunk and laugh a lot. So that's always good. Just make sure you hide the dogs. Hide. <laughs> hide the dogs. <laughs> Blake, you got a little gun crazy over there. Calm down. <laughs> well, Neil, you're number one. You're the guest this week. Uh, what would you? What's your number five? And don't Tom, forget that we're we're uh, mean on this show. Unlike your show, we actually uh, cut. Uh, you know, we put them on the board. If right, you, uh, right. So if so, you can't. Right. So my number five because I I have to get it on is John Bon Jovi. Son of a bitch! I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Are you serious? Son of a bitch! Give me the pen. No. Damn it! You uh, had that, you were having Neil on as the guest. You had Bon Jovi listed in the uh, face off. Face off. And you didn't even think of Bon Jovi to put on your list. That was very well done. Very well done, Neil. <laughs> what do you think you would talk about first? What he would talk about first? Or you probably, would talk to him what about? What would you talk to John Bon Jovi about? First, I'd probably talk to him about uh, hair. The, His the hair. Failure. Would yeah, you let no, him answer? <laughs> the thing that, that fell through with the bills and... 
what, what he's thinking about still, you know, ownership of the Philadelphia soul. And if he'll try a uh, professional football team again, buying a professional football team. I would team. love for him to buy the bills. That was, yeah. that was close. Or maybe the Browns, maybe he can buy the Browns. No, he's a winner. He doesn't want a losing team. I would ask him by the bills. Cause they've been to Super Bowls. I would ask him why he recorded an album in Chinese. Because to sell to the Chinese. He flocked, did. He, apparently he's done a bunch of, uh, I know he did a bunch of ad campaigns. In Japan, too. I mean, a yes. ton of ad campaigns. I still say his uh, Hallelujah. 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 Oh, the Le- Leonard Cohen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Is one of my favorite versions of it. I will yeah. say Baba Booey, his version of Baba Booey. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Baba Booey. Go ahead, Blake. What's your number five? <laughs> Baba Booey. <laughs> my number five. Yes. Uh, I would be interested in uh, meeting this person for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Just so I can understand uh, how he thinks. I actually wrote a uh, leadership dissertation about this uh, man and his pseudo-transformational leadership mm-hmm. as uh, Vladimir Putin. That would be interesting, yeah. What yes. would you talk about first with Vladimir Soapbox, Putin? down the hall. There's a <laughs> lot, actually, to talk about this guy because... Non-political. Why did... <laughs> You're right. We would just be talking about vodka and Why you, back writing. We're, we're, we're talking about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is non-political. Unless, of course, you're talking about what we did to the Native Americans. Yeah, I was going to say it's not political unless your wife is Native American. Then it seems to take a very different tone, sir. <laughs> they just welcomed us, right? <laughs> yes. We got blankets. What can go yeah. wrong? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, but but I I, I I wrote and I studied about this guy because uh-huh. he's an intriguing uh, leadership figure, and I would like to know what moves this guy's brain and all that other kind of stuff. Because all we got we got a lot of you know Western uh, writers and people that have met with him and all this kind of kind of stuff. But uh, when I'm talking about pseudo transformational leadership, I'm not talking about leadership in the good sense. Mm. As interpreted from our Western perspective, but uh, Russians are fucked up people, and he'd be an interesting. Well, there goes our listenership in Russia. Out. There you go. Both <laughs> of them. Goes, <laughs> both. Chechnya went up though, so we're good. <laughs> so now I'm on a hit list. All right, uh, Jeff, what's yours? Uh, my number five is Hugh Jackman. Talk about. I like to hear this list. You have John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Hugh Jackman and Putin. Well, wait a minute. One thing doesn't fit. Because <laughs> with Hugh Jackman, he's like the kind of guy who you can sit around and have a beer with. But he's also the kind of guy that'd be great because he sings and dances. And I think that'd be a fun way to spend the holiday. Are you buying him or having dinner with him? He's my number two. Is he really? Oh, that's so <laughs> Neil, Neil, no, I'm not kidding. No, Neil, no, let me, let me explain this to you. <laughs> yeah. Jeff and I and my wife were in a car uh, driving on vacation, and uh, we said uh, we have some interesting conversations. And uh, one of them was you know, we were talking about Hugh Jackman, and I go, "Yeah, I could have a beer with him. He sings and dances too." Oh. And my wife goes, uh, "Is there something you need to tell me?" I was like, "No, he sings and dances. How you know he just you know multicultural." And she's like, "Aha!" Uh-huh. So ever since then. Everybody mocks me because Hugh Jackman sings and dances, and he's one of my favorite guys. He, you he's, could have sit down and have a beer with him. You could have a beer with <laughs> he him. He sings and dances. You can have a beer with him. Oh, that sounds like a great Thanksgiving. That's good. <laughs> I don't think you understand, Blake. Uh, my number five. 
Um, <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Yeah. You realize that's the song he sings I do when sing he that. talk about Hugh Jackman singing I and dancing? I talk about that. Uh, I got a tie. Um, what? Really? You? I hope he did. Or, I'm sorry, I dark angeled it. Uh, <laughs> Adapted. Adapted. <laughs> Uh, I mean, come on, get rid of a P or something in there, Neil. Come on, just make, doesn't make right? it easy. <laughs> I know. Jason has a speech impediment already. Yes. Uh, number one, uh, number five for me. Uh, it's a tie. The first one is Amy Winehouse because I know she's not going to eat anything from me, so I can. You uh, know. We got you said alive you said people. Alive people. <laughs> oh, she's off. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, who came up with this list? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it's a living. <laughs> If it said living people, it would be different. <laughs> Somebody said alive. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and this is my other, this is actually my number five. <laughs> Amy from Cartrell Bamble and Blake. <laughs> I just want to see them next to each other, and I just want to sit back and watch. <laughs> I actually think they'd have a decent conversation. I mean, uh-huh. the different different views, but I don't think either of them would get totally mean i mean i think you know given I've given the, the space they might once. But... Uh, <laughs> what i feel like they would get along until they start saying uh new until they knew that each other were in the room and then it could get ugly but then i would just sit back and watch i'm just trying to set this up <laughs> <laughs> where's the gun now <laughs> exactly i i think uh she would be surprised to know I, I probably feel an awful lot the same uh about her on a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's I think it would be a surprising <laughs> discussion. Number four for when me? When I'm not trying to irritate the shit out of her. <laughs> like you are to Jason right now when he's trying to speak. So anyway, Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Number four is AbFab. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, number four. This guy is funny, but he's also intellectual. Uh, John Cleese. Oh, that's like a good one. a fun time. Yeah, that's a good one. John Cleese would be a good one. I think I think you could uh, get through a nice conversation with him. You would need to pick his brain. I think you know, it would be fun, those... but not for Thanksgiving. Why? He, he, he's kind of snobbish kind of towards Americans, and I don't think he'd be happy celebrating an American holiday with you. Okay. Well, maybe if he was on your list, you could have answered that, but thank you. I didn't ask for your opinion on it. I just said that was my number I don't four. think he'd All enjoy right. spending time with you, I, I think, yeah, that's right. I think, I think what Jeff's saying... A better answer would have been Eric Idle. <laughs> Michael Palin? Or Michael Palin. Okay, or Eric, Eric Stoltz? <laughs> Eric Stoltz. Does he have the mask face on? <laughs> if you want him to. <laughs> you can't eat turkey. Oh, no, I got eat it. If I could turn back time. <laughs> okay. So Moonstruck. So Anyways, we're, we're no. climbing out of that uh, pit we were in earlier. Four. What's your number four, Jeff Blake? Whatever name is. You're skipping over me. Oh, Jeff. What's your number four? <laughs> uh, my number. Uh, my number four is author Neil Gaiman. Mm. Oh, nice. Neil think... Diamond. No. <laughs> uh, hey, that's who I was named after. <laughs> Neil Diamond. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why he probably why he sparkles. Hey, we're coming to America today. No one else? Really? Turn on your heart light. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it, Neil. Take it, Neil. Red, red wine. I said Neil, not Jeff. I know. Not red, red wine. I sang red, red wine on the, or a Wolverine version yes. of red, red wine on the graphic novel. That's right. Death of Wolverine special. And it was one of the worst things you ever heard. 
Uh, okay, so Jeff was Neil Diamond. What's your number four, Blake? Uh, my number four is... Uh... <laughs> he's written his own books. He's also a political analyst for Rolling Stone. Neil Gaiman? Uh, P.J. O'Rourke? P.J. O'Rourke. You are correct. Oh, nice. Good call. Yes, yeah, so I like P.J. O'Rourke. Uh, I actually got to was introduced to him uh, back in freshman year in my university. He was a, from my alma mater. And it had one of those little table tent things. That's why I don't like it. That's right. It had one of those uh, table tent things on it. It's like P.J. O'Rourke and his new book, Holidays in Hell. I'm like, well, this sounds interesting. So I went to go listen to his lecture and uh, loved the guy ever since. Okay. Neil, what's your number four? You know, his book. Oh, hello. His, <laughs> his old book that he wrote almost 20 years ago, Parliament of Whores, mm-hmm. about the presidential election. With Whores? The, yeah, with, uh, with uh, Clinton and Bush. I like Bush Parliament one. of Whores. That would be cool. Actually, you know, you know I'd, go, I'd like to go back and read that again. It's probably still relevant today as it was when he wrote it the first time around. Okay. Neil, what's your number four? My number four, and this is not meant for to incite any sort of political rhetoric, but would actually be Hillary Clinton. I'd like to, <laughs> after this last election and her whole life in politics, with I'd like to have like just an honest conversation with her in a family friendly environment where you know there aren't cameras or people, and just hear what it was like to go through everything she went through. I mean, I think just being who she is and the you know the first woman named to a major po- a political party for president and then not getting it just finding out like w- almost like the Vladimir Vladimir Putin thing is almost like what what are the wheels doing in there like what how how do you process this and again not a political thing not like you should have won or you you were right and they were wrong just simply like what what goes on now like where how do you process your whole life now being at this point but on you Thanksgiving, should probably keep her away from Putin at this Thanksgiving dinner we're throwing. Probably. Are we bringing all of these people together? We're going to have to separate them. Yes, exactly. In the ballroom, they'll be on opposite sides. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good one, uh, Neil. I was thinking you might go with Michael Dukakis. I think that would be a good one. Why? Well, that, yeah, but I don't have that helmet for him to wear on that damn tank. I so was just going to say, why were you riding a tank? Yeah. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, Jay, Jason would like Howard Dean. I was going to say Howard Dean is going to be the MC. We're yeah. going to DC. Hey, yeah, you can ask her how uh, how Stop she it. she stole the DNC nomination from Bernie Sanders down the hall. Well, <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Like, I wouldn't want to get into the specific. It would just be yeah, because like, you'd end up in, in a in a hole in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> because after you learn these secrets, they would have to have you killed, Neil. Oh, I thought you were saying because she doesn't trim down there. <laughs> Got me excited, Blake. Come on now. Oh, Lord. Okay, uh, Neil, number three. <laughs> My number three I'm would be... I the do author. like your choice. The author, Anne Rice, from oh, The Vampire yeah. Chronicles. Yeah. Ask her. Ask her what she thought about that movie. Uh, how they how they adapted her movies to her books. Oh, she loves it. Just she actually sure. said she liked. She liked it, or after all these years, she still you still think she liked it? I still think she. Well, she hated the uh, Queen of the Damned yeah. along with everyone yeah. else who's seen it. Yeah. But it has one of the best soundtracks ever. It was on your top five list. One it was. It was my number one. Okay, Jeff or Blake. What's your name? Uh, number three. Uh, number three. Uh, he's uh, he's still an alive people mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> author. I've read his books. I'd like to pick George R. R. Martin's mind. 
Yes. Really? I liked Edmonton. I had Talk. a feeling no. he'd be on your list. I don't think you would yes. get much turkey. I <laughs> Tolkien is dead. You're right. I'd have all the turkey to myself, and it'd be a boring conversation if I had Tolkien. But George R. R. Martin, mm-hmm. I think, would be an interesting um, person. What has he with. written <laughs> recently? Oh, recently. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> a lot of unpublished stuff, apparently. Neil, do you watch Game of Thrones? I do not. Good man. How, however, but, but, did you like it? I think it's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, see, I knew you had good taste. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is celebrity chef Mark Murphy. Just so he could cook for you? Oh, that's part of it. Okay. Uh, I would have gone with Gordon Ramsay. No, I don't want him in my Hell Thanksgiving. Yeah, he ruined my Thanksgiving. No, it'd be fun. No, I, I want someone who could cook me a good meal. And yeah. then someone I would enjoy talking to while eating said meal. I would have gone with Mark Summers. Uh, well, you would have <laughs> gone with Mark Summers. Have you seen any of Gordon Ramsay's cooking instruction videos? I have. It is completely different from what his reality shows are. It is, but... He actually talks in a soft, soothing voice, and he's like... I'm like, dude, this is Gordon Ramsay? Oh, my God. All right, go ahead. Go, it's, your, it's, it's your choice. My choice. It's your dinner. Oh, gee, I wonder when that happens. Huh? John but Blue's then I'd like to have Gordon Ramsay come in and say, look at this shite. Who cooked this turkey? It's dry. I, I probably would have gone Eric Idle. Anyways, <laughs> this turkey's still gobbling, for fuck's sake. Uh, my number three is just because I want to hear her talk, Emily Blunt. <laughs> I love Emily Blunt. Just Wait, you want to have Thanksgiving dinner with her just so you can hear her talk? Yes, that's it. Just listening to her. Just look at her. Mm. Nope, he has to be blindfolded. <laughs> oh, even more fun. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Emily. Blindfolded, strapped down, Sorry. and all she does is talk. That's fine. I am spent. <laughs> is Neil's dogs in the picture? Because then it would be fine. No, because mm. it's not your dog. That would be oh, cheating. Sorry, sorry. My bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, Emily Blunt. So if you would uh. like to uh, come to our Thanksgiving, let me know. Uh, let's see. Uh, number two is uh, he sings and dances. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hello, Excellent. my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Let's see. Uh, uh, Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, uh, I, I kind of hope it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tipped the uh, the cast from Parks and Recreation, oh. specifically Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt's abs! I know. Mm. <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, it's not I, the only I, turkey. Goblin. I think I would just be. A, I mean, every single actor that was on that show mm. would be great to sit around and be oh. in the middle of and be included with them because I'd still have to be included. I'd have to except Jerry. Those. You could yell at Jerry. Oh no. Jim O'Hare is a great guy. I do like Jerry. <laughs> I, I, I don't want their characters. I want the actors. Oh, you want the actors? Yeah. Okay. I just want to see Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris, you are allowed coming into dinner, but you have to be shirtless. And he's allowed to bring his wife too. And he sings and dances. <laughs> <laughs> he did do a dance off in the movie. See? Actually, we should get Chris Pratt and his wife do an ab off. Ooh. Yeah. Do an abs off. And, and the, the only judge. way to judge is for me to rub my abs against theirs. <laughs> Your ab? My ab, whatever. <laughs> his keg. <sighs> okay. Not his six-pack, his keg. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, I needed, we needed, my next two we'd have to do hopefully sometime soon because I'm concerned about 
their longevity mm-hmm. in 2016 has been a bitch to everybody. Mm-hmm. So we need to pretty much do it by Thursday. Need to do this by Thursday. So my first uh, invitation for the last two to go out would definitely be uh, Bill Murray. Oh, good call. I would like to have Bill Murray to my things. If he shows up. If he shows up. <laughs> you know, if I was going with one of the acting Murray brothers. Here we go again. I think I'd go with Joel Murray. I'll go with Ira Murray. <laughs> you know one of my favorite Bill Murray stories is because he, he does a lot of interesting funny things with people uh, he walks into a Wendy's restaurant there oh, in yes. Chicago he just walks up to a guy looks at him and reaches down and eats some of his fries and he just tells the guy nobody's going to believe a single word of this story and then turn around and walk out <laughs> the Bill Murray one is good Bill Murray's got a lot of interesting Story I like, like how it's that. your Fan list. stories like that. And my list, and Jeff always yells at me, us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you why your list is wrong. <laughs> it's not a competition. <laughs> What's your number one? Uh, my number one, I would uh, definitely need to uh, like to have, although he's a vegetarian, mm-hmm. I can get him a big bowl of macaroni. Okay. That'd be uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, God. <laughs> a big bowl of macaroni. That's right. <laughs> That's your Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> Correct. Here you go, Sir Paul. Here's some macaroni, my it's friend. It's gourmet. Gourmet macaroni. Hey, Paul, do you want a leg? Ah! Oh! <laughs> Think about that one for a second. Boo. Macaroni doesn't come in legs. It was a joke with the turkey and the, his ex-wife. Okay, there we go. Well, you explained it. You just made it worse. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> so I, I could pick Paul McCartney's brain. I would love to get the stories that I could out of him. Are you, you know, really Paul McCartney, or did they replace you? Yes, exactly. Is the real Paul McCartney dead in a car crash? Are you a host? Or were you the lookalike guy that won the contest that they made into Paul McCartney? Let me ask you this. Why has everything you made since the Beatles been shite? Just wonder. (laughs) Do you wish you were in the monkeys? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who doesn't? question. Do you wish you were Peter Tork? Actually, I gave you number one. <laughs> I made you do number one. I forgot to get to Neil. Neil, what's your number two and one? Yeah, give us your <laughs> oh, top two. My number two, I kind of, I kind of hope he did. My huh? number two would be the Property Brothers. <laughs> okay. Drew and Jonathan. Are, mm-hmm. they, are you bringing their brother, their other well, brother? No, all of them. You get the get the the third one, Mark or Brian or Luke, whatever his name Ira. is. Ira. Wasn't like JJ or. I think, I it's, I think uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, J- I think it's John, no, it's jo- Jonathan and Drew. And JR? Because his, his name, uh, his name is like JD, it's like a combination JD, of it. Yeah, JD. yeah. So glad we spent time on that. Hey, <laughs> you are so glad we did. So are they renovating your house while they're eating turkey? No, yeah. they're just, they're hanging out with uh, me and Ann Rice and, and Hillary and John Bon Jovi. Ann <laughs> Rice. Uh, who's your number one? My number one. This is going to be a tough one for you guys. Oh, George Lucas. Share. Just one. Oh wait, you're right. George Lucas is last <laughs> year. So turn back okay. time. No, my number one would be Pink. Oh, I oh, love Pink. That's yeah. why you wanted to know why she wasn't on the glitter question. Like, yeah. yeah, that was such a great setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Banging. Somebody's Go upset back this hour and twenty four minutes for that. <laughs> yeah. Apologize for the banging. <laughs> A lot of people say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but did you know that when Pink was a teenager, mm-hmm. she had asthma? Yeah. And, and she fought with her mom about boys and clothes. Did you ever see the Behind the Music, Neil, with Pink? 
I did. I <laughs> I think it was the true Hollywood. True I did Hollywood not. Story. This this might be shocking. I did not. Uh, the bit you know how like in the behind the music or true Hollywood story they always have like this big controversy of how they survived. Yeah. Uh, she really didn't have that big of a t- or difficult life. And I'm not. We're not kidding. The biggest thing was she had asthma growing up, and she fought with her mom during the teenage years about boys and clothes. Wow, yes. that's tough. It's a tough one. It's almost hard. You... It's almost hard to be a human sometimes. <laughs> but I do like the pink move. I like but, but that. a lot of questions you can ask her about that. Though. Yes. Well, that and and like I was a big fan of her husband's when he was you know in Moto X and motocross and all that. So it's, there's a bunch of music. I mean, a lot of stuff I could talk about music. Are you a inviting lot of your t- husband over too? Oh yeah, no, it'd be the whole family. Bring the kids too. You don't like? Oh, they can stay in the garage. Well, I need somebody to bring out the turkey. <laughs> uh, Jeff, since we did Blake's, I screwed up on that one. Jeff, what's yeah. your number two? My number one? Number one. My number one's now Jay. Who is it? Uh, my number one is Rosario Dawson. Oh. I mean, uh, <laughs> someone, <sighs> someone just melted over there. Have dance, and have her dance to ABC? ABC, easy as one, two, I three. Mean, uh, any woman who's as good on the eyes as she is, who you could just sit around and have a beer with. Or a tall drink of water. I mean, anybody who has who has the sense of humor to actually film the donkey scene in Clerks mm-hmm. too, is the type of woman that I would want to hang around with. Do you bring in a donkey donkey with you too? Uh, you, not necessary, but okay, could be used. You could do it on the back of an ass. Ah, no. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> then you could do ass to mouth. Uh, you never go ask to mouth. Yeah, you do on occasion. Anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, my number one is, should be no surprise, because I have a huge uh, male crush on him, and he sings and dances. Nathan Fillion. Number one. Love me some Nathan Fillion. Yeah. You can tell him you feel bad about that whole castle debacle. <laughs> I could tell him feel you, bad You mean about... the entire show or just the last couple seasons? Let's just the last sure. season. Sure. <laughs> have, have you ever seen Castle? I have. Seriously, I have. I love Castle until the last season. Yeah. I haven't uh, seen the last season. You don't. 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 Just don't. Oh. Uh, honorable mentions? No? Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, no listener picks with it. No listener picks. Because I didn't put it out there. I got a long honorable list that I actually unhobied for you guys. So I, if you notice, I only kept my he did. list of five people. Five yeah. alive people. Alive people. <laughs> yes, five alive okay, people. Okay, go through like rapid fire. Stephen Hawking's people think I'm smart. I would be bored by him Sorry. because with it, like, could you just finish the sentence? I would be bored by him because he'd be talking over my head, and I wouldn't understand what he's talking about. I would catch it. That's right. Uh, Stephen Malkmus mm-hmm. from Pavement. Uh, Robert Smith. Oh, from the Cure. <laughs> Tom Cusack. I would love to talk to Tom Cusack. Tom Scarrett. Yeah, cast of that's right. <laughs> Tom he, is, he is scary. Tom is actually quite no, Tom Scarrett. Oh, Tom Scarrett. Scary. Tom Scarrett. Yeah, him too. His mustache. I like. I would ask him about picket fences. You you had a cast. Irish Finkel. Yeah. I would have done the cast of uh, It's Always Sunny, Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, that would have been fine. Uh, I actually had uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton slash Trump. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, both of them. Did they get married? Uh, no. Uh, George W. Bush. Oh. Not H.W.? No. George W. Bush. We can go chop wood. Brush. Move yeah, brush. Right. Yeah, chop wood together. 
Quit banging on the table. It affects the microphone. That thing. <laughs> Anyone else? I apologize, Sean. That's I it. Tried. I ran out of time. I was still making a list. No. Jeff, any honorable mentions? No. Uh, I think anything uh, was already mentioned. Your so. list was awful anyways. Neil, how about you? Yeah, but I could correct your list so easily. I just need a red pen to get in there and tell you what's oh, wrong. You, you know who else was on my honorable list? Who? Uh, uh, Neil and Annalise. Aww. Aww. Oh, They're so cute. So sweet. Oh, he's sucking up. But you'd have to sit next to Big Dev. Oh. Uh, I well, no, I'm I'm invert I'm inverting invert lap sitting on Big Dev. There you go. <laughs> but you have to rub mashed potatoes all over him. Fair enough. And then gravy. What, what do you mean have to? You mean get to? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you had a honorable mentions, Neil? I, I did not actually. Oh. oh. Yeah. I, I was I I didn't because I thought we'd end up. Going long on the segment, and I didn't want to, you know, waste your time with. Little did you know, you were correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought this would be the quickest top five ever. Nope, nope. Uh, Neil, where can we find you at? Well, right now I'm sitting in my uh, my house. How's if you your dog? Come visit. Good. They they left me alone. I'm with the cat. Okay, they actually good. they bailed. Oh. But uh, if did you, you want to check, the- never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm chafed. I am oh. chafed. DarkAngelsOfPrettyFreaks.com And you can listen to me and my lovely wife Talk about ourselves Because that's what we do best You know what? We have to thank you We would not be as popular without you If if it wasn't for you We would not make it to 150 episodes We would have made it We would have just made it with only four listeners Yes Instead of seven (laughs) Oh wait, we're not graphic novice (laughs) Can we all just give a hearty laugh about them? (laughs) No, with any luck We'll be as successful as Musings of a Geek Oh, Too soon Too soon, sorry You know, maybe we'll be as popular as Carcer Bible Oh Oh. (laughs) Wow and we just hit the glass ceiling. Okay. Um, well, you think she'd have enough content for the talk about for the next four years? <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> oh. Neil, we'll see you on in 25 more episodes. Yeah, and Blake won't show up, though. He'll be like, dumbasses. Get it right this time. Yeah. Get so, Neil, the in girl. 25 episodes, we'll have your wife on. It's going to be really go. awkward when we're like, Annalise, you're coming on in 25 episodes. Don't tell Neil. And we just keep getting text messages. I'm ready, guys. Are you recording? No. <laughs> Annalise, why are you in the other room? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Great. Now Annalise sounds like Trump. Lovely. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Picture that tonight with a good stabbing. <laughs> But I do want to thank you guys again for letting me come on because I I do enjoy talking with you guys. You guys have a great show and it's fun to just – I feel like it's – I get to come back and hang out with old buddies I don't get to see all the time. So I had a great time. I'm glad somebody has fun doing this. No (laughs) doubt. I'm just glad I'm not in the same room. I'm afraid Blake would have shot me today. (laughs) I'm kind of worried about my safety. I'll be honest. Uh, bad idea is from Cotton. It's a listener one. A listener bad idea. Cotton at B Cotton D. Uh, he has number 421. Not posting episode 94.1 of Graphic Novice is definitely number 421 on the list of bad ideas. Hashtag free 94.1. If anybody did not know, uh, Nickel and VF recorded an episode right after the election mm-hmm. that VF thought was not suitable for release. <laughs> and Nickel is angry that VF unilaterally decided to not release it. Okay. 
So. A little, a little behind the scenes. I was supposed to call into that also. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah. The political one or the one yeah. after? The the political one, I believe. Was, oh. was this the uh, the Hillary Clinton celebration? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was Thanksgiving. They had all the streamers with, ready. The and... President episode. Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving with Hillary. <laughs> Well, Neil, thank you. Uh, we love having you guys come on. Well, you. Um, Annalise needs to come on so we can talk bowling balls. I have a... Uh, right. We need to talk about this. Annalise needs to come on so you guys can actually talk about the stuff you have in your notes about your show. Yeah, we need to, somebody who actually watched something can come <laughs> right. on. Really? You know, you right. fuckers watch Kong, so shut the hell up. Uh, not oh. my fault you did, was put in the list. Yeah, you know. At least we don't talk ab fab. Uh, Ro- uh, Neil, thank you very much. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Right. Hello, Hobie listeners. We join next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017. Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year we had Stan Lee. We had John Barrowman and even Teddy Sears. Zip. He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news. Or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history not so bad, there's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad.